I'm Haley from Gallifrey Public Radio, a Doctor Who fandom podcast and part of the Gunna Geek Network, just like the show you're checking out now. Shows on the network are individually owned, and opinions expressed may not reflect others. Find other interesting geeky shows at GunnaGeekNetwork.com. Stand by for a brand new episode of All Things Good and Nerdy. Good morning, everyone, and welcome to episode 396 of the All Things Good and Nerdy podcast. This is recorded live on Sunday, March 22nd. 2020 i am chris like normal i'm here but also like normal my fellow co-hosts are joining me including one mr anthony bachman what's up bitches and of course the one the only willie d nelson oh that's me hey how's it going that that is you well welcome to the show everyone we're here to hopefully give you some geeky shenanigans to help lighten everyone's mood and hey you're stuck at home anyway so why not watch our stuff i mean true i I have a friend coming over today. Oh, that's not social distancing, Willie. Okay. Actually, I had a friend come over yesterday, and I got my <laughs> mohawk. So I do have better a one person at my house than that person going to a salon that's, that's full true. of people. It's true. So I do have a question <laughs> for you, though. As uh, most places are kind of told, hey, stay home unless you don't have to. A lot of people are working from home right now. My question for you, both Willie and Anthony: When is the last time you put on real pants? This is an important question. Pajama pants don't count as real pants. I'm talking like jeans or khakis to go do something. Friday. Friday. I went out to I went out to Nampa and saw my parents. Okay. Tuesday or Wednesday. Well, mostly because um, I had a gout flare up, so I haven't been able to leave that uh, that that much. So yeah, it's better. It's getting better. Still walk weird. Uh, not so much painful, just stiffness. So, yay. So that's why I've been kind of stuck. For me, it was Friday because I still have to go to work. So they luckily relaxed our dress code. I can wear jeans to work now. So I wear regular pants during the week and then pajama pants the rest of the time. Nice. What, what do, you, do you normally wear dress pants or, yes. or normally, khakis? Normally I have to wear khakis or slacks when I go to work. So You I, know what? I'm going to say khakis are the uh, superior pant to blue jeans. But blue yeah. jeans are more comfortable. Yep. Mm. You got to remember, mm. I'm an old man jeans in my mid thirties, so I don't do the whole skinny jeans thing. This is generally the fairly baggy, comfortable, worn jeans that I've had for probably ten years. Chris, no men do the skinny jeans yeah. thing. Well, I mean, they do. No, I mean, Those if you got a man, if you got a Those penis, are... you're you're a man. This ain't this ain't this ain't quantum physics jeans, we're talking here. You're wearing skinny jeans. There's no penis in there. Oh, way to gatekeep there, buddy. Yep. Skinny jeans are for little girls and rock stars. Unless you're on the stage of a band. Wait. No. Are you saying the rock stars are not men? No, they they go past they, it with the extra they get big a pass. because they're I rock mean, stars. I yeah. think they're getting enough on the side. They're proving that. I'm, yep. I mean, you don't have you don't have to be a man to get some on the side. I mean, skinny jeans about the anyway, dumbest man. shit ever. I mean, I think they are too. I'm just I'm enjoying the fact that I get to wear jeans all the time. I I don't know. I'm, when everything goes back to normal, which I'm sure no one else knows either. Well, how about this? Let's put it a better way. Um, Chris, people of our size can't really pull off skinny jeans. How's that? That's fair because nobody wants to see that. That's like muffin top to the extreme if I had to do that. I mean, Unless you look like Iggy Pop. You shouldn't even be trying to put on skinny jeans. How tall are you again, Chris? Six three, six four, depending. All right. So you 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 probably have the same 
problem I do finding jeans that are long enough. Yes. Wait, depending depending on what? What makes your height change if I'm between well, no, three and six? If you're actually taller How, in the morning than you are in the afternoon. Your leg length and your abdomen length on people, that does vary. Most of my height is in my back, not my legs, though. I have a long mm. torso. I think it's uh, pretty evenly split. Like, uh, what, what's, what size length do you normally have? Like, I have a 30-inch inseam. Is that leg length? Leg length. 30 yeah, inch that's inch. leg length. That's I weird. Think, yeah, I wear 32s, and I'm only 6'1". Yeah, my length I, is in my back. Chris has 32s. got some short ass legs. <laughs> 32s are all right on me, but when I sit down, high waters. 34s are are my sweet spot, but it's so hard to find them in my size. Yeah, I think I'm like uh in the waist. I think I'm like what am I 40? I think 38, 40 somewhere around there. Hey, these hips don't lie, baby. No one ever said you. I'm hips pretty lie, sure they've lied to a couple of people. I'm betting no, no, they no, have. no, 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 no. <laughs> I don't. That was his dick. <laughs> when they said is it in oh, yet no. and then it went no <laughs> no 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 I always am up front with I'm that sorry. I always tell the ladies I am average at best <laughs> I'm sorry I should not have made a willy penis joke I, I should know better on this show because we'll never get back from them yeah it's it's all your fault Chris you know, know what happens I know I know I know I'm sorry yeah, you keep leading us down bad. the same damn road. But it's almost yeah. like I have a button that takes care of this. We should probably you know, do actual show stuff instead of talk about Willie's dick. See? It's on the soundboard. Yeah. There you go. Button is still there, huh? That I'm, I'm still proud of you, Chris. There. Proud of me, too. Why are you proud of you? Well, proud of my dick for always being center of attention. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> that was the correct answer, that I believe. That was the correct answer. I should have known it and... Do, do we have any more comments about Willie's dick before we continue the show? Let's just get them all no. out right now. I'm just waiting for Bachman to go rude with it. Just nope. Get, get it all out of your system oh, right now. Okay. Nope. Appreciate that. And then we will no longer have to talk about Willie's anatomy. For here on ever or just for this episode? Probably or just the next for this 10 episode minutes. because you know how yeah, this probably, happens. Probably just this episode because I'm not that lucky. <laughs> I mean, I think if you, people go back and if we have like a statistician who listens i'm pretty sure i'm not the one who brings up my dick the most i believe it comes from other people and i'm just here it just happens running about 80 percent on that curve no thank you yeah i don't know i mean when my friends get together and they do parties you know we stay up all night and have a you know good time um lots of times i'm just out having a cigarette and this has happened before i come back in and they say hey willie we have a new nickname for you <laughs> or, or something we're like i think the last one was uh, uh tainty cape it's weird someone thought someone would say taint cake or something something i don't know how taint came into being <laughs> but no they capes. were talking about Taints wearing capes, and I walked in, and I was a superhero apparently, and I my taint wore a cape. I didn't understand. <laughs> I wasn't there, but apparently I was there and involved. But I was out having my cigarette, so I, things just I, happen. I, I could see you being a a, a cape tainted superhero. Wait, like how would that oh, work? I'm really, I'm, I'm really sure. confused. Someone paint oh. the picture for me for how this superhero. Would work. Care you better choose your words a lot yeah. better than that. Um, paint that I picture. did ask, and taken. no one had a proper answer. So, yeah, basically, he'd have to be wearing assless chaps and just have a cape, a very small cape, 
basically duct taped to his taint. <laughs> Aren't all caps assless technically? Yes, but you have to say that otherwise people think they're full size pants for some odd reason. Yeah, chaps only just go around the outside. I've never er yeah, it's weird. So the implication the is ass area he's only wearing the chaps feet. and no pants underneath yes. the chaps. Which would or no pants underneath. make them assless. And then he would have to tape a piece of a small piece of cloth behind his ball sack that would be the cape for his taint. Mm-hmm. No, no, no. <laughs> tape's gonna tape's gonna wear out. No, no, you gotta grill to glue that. Oh, oh I said duct tape. Or in this case, does it does the bat wing count as a cape? Only if you can hold it the entire time you're running around as a superhero. Well, I mean, you never know. Maybe he just sat in gum. That's true. I sat in gum. (laughs) I just finished the league again last night. Wait, Pete's not my dad? Yes! (laughs) That poor kid, Andre 2, the deuce. All right, you just gave me an idea to for a Uh-oh. Photoshop picture. Oh, this is the not bat good. signal, but the bat wing instead. <laughs> I'm actually surprised I haven't seen that yet. Commissioner Warner. Gordon turning on the bat wing. <laughs> Warner Brothers is going to sue us. Oh, um, and it's not it's a, a it's parody. Not a, good luck. It's not a symbol. It's literally just Commissioner Gordon doing the bat wing over a spotlight. <laughs> oh no, no, no! You can't do that. Oh, you're going to send your balls, buddy. You know how hot that thing gets, man? <laughs> That's what makes it funnier. Can, can, can you? like, I hope he hurries. Are LEDs strong enough for a spotlight? Yes, they are. Oh? Yeah, you just okay. need yeah, Use one of those because they don't produce. My, my car has LED headlights, so yes. Yeah. Do LED lights not produce heat at all, or very is it just minimal. very minimal? Very okay. Minimal. They do, it's just minimal. Yeah. Anything okay, that's producing so yeah. light. Anything that produces light is producing heat at some level. It just can be a very small amount. Yeah. Yeah. I think anytime you're talking about balls, minimal is probably always the best thing to use as a descriptor. I'm so sorry we went down this path. This is all my fault. Hey, I'm not talking about my yeah. dick or my balls. I'm just talking about balls in general. Balls in general. I'm just talking. I, I'm just saying no games. So, uh, so this, this is a bad this, time. Uh, well, well, this uh, episode sponsor is Gummy Bears, just generic gummy bears because they're fucking delicious. I do love me some gummy bears. And this is probably a good time to mention that gu- gummy bears bring you episode three ninety six of all things good and nerdy, entitled "Doing the Batwing." Doing the Batwing. <laughs> all right, all right. I'm starting to. I'm gonna try and come up with a song about doing the Batwing. Mm-hmm. Well, you should text Naki. Maybe she'll have some ideas for us. Batwing. <laughs> what do you do when someone teabags you? Look at the bat wing. This is what happens when we get locked in our houses for a week, other than like the grocery store and work. We come up. Oh, with no, that's not true. This is this is how we no. are normally anyway. This, this is, is just no off different. the cuff. This, yeah, this is this is no different. Yeah, but it's worse. I cannot plan this stupidity. <laughs> the stupidity is just natural. It comes out. It bounces. I don't know about you. I'm a little punchy because I've been really bored sitting at my house. There's only so much I can do that's entertaining. So this is quite helpful. I. Anybody that has been bored, I think, should be slapped. Look, I get tired of watching TV all the time or playing. Read a fucking book. I've been reading books, too, because you know what? Our Uh good friend David, who's guest host on this show, you know, writer of Spencer and Locke and going to the chapel. His trade paperbacks were half off on Comixology, so I bought all them trades and I'm rereading them. Nice. Yeah, I think I retweeted that tweet to let everybody know he had a sale going on. Wait, 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 wait. You wrote books? Are you talking about comic books? (laughs) Yes. Yeah, comic comic books. books. Oh, okay. I thought you mean like he wrote book books. Like I didn't know that. <laughs> I miss that guy. I love that guy. Uh, he writes uh, movie scripts and comic books. I don't know if he's done an actual novel yet. What movie scripts have we done? 
Am I just forgetting? I don't know. But he said, yeah, he mentioned that he's worked on scripts in Hollywood. And I don't know if he's gotten uh, like a big budget movie produced yet from a script that he's worked on. But like there are people who their entire career is writing spec scripts. They get paid to write a script for a studio. The studio then ends up not making the movie. And you still get paid if you wrote it on if you wrote it for the studio. There are people who their entire career, nothing that they ever work on gets made and they make a good living. It's very weird. It's true. And he did seem to indicate that if the Spencer and Locke movie option were picked up, he'd be involved in that. I mean, I would hope so. Yeah, which makes Especially sense. Especially since he already does scripting anyway. So, I right, mean, but you got to remember, you sometimes these comic properties in. get bought up and like we have our own vision. And that is how you get yeah. Jans. That's how you get Bluntman v. Chronic, whatever the final yep. title was in Jan Silent Bob reboot. I did watch that because it was Yeah, free. it's Bluntman v. Chronic. Yeah, it was free on uh, Amazon Prime. <laughs> Wait, what? Amazon Prime has Jan Silent Bob reboot for free. If you're oh. a subscriber, I think and it, it's, it's pretty goddamn funny. I don't know how? It's okay, I was right. actually going to go buy it. Yeah, I might still go buy if it. You have I want to support them. There, but that's neither here nor there. We've rambled. I said I want to support them. Jesus, that's fine. fine. You do your supporting. Uh, and looking at David's um page on Goodreads, he has all of his comics listed: Spencer and Locke, one and two, going to the chapel. No actual books, so I don't think he's written a novel yet. But as a writer, he's probably got one on his computer right now that he's working on. <laughs> hey, um, since we're talking about a uh, right, oh, go ahead, Chris. You're, you're I was going to say, more on- and since he's probably quarantined as well, because I believe he's in the uh, L.A. or California area, he's probably got a lot of time to work on said book, even if he hasn't talked to anyone about it right now, or yeah. work on new comic ideas too. He is definitely in the uh, top two of guests we've had. He's always the delight. Uh, I do want to say, too, since we're talking about Jane Silent Bob and writing, I probably mentioned this before, but I'm going to mention it again because I forget who I tell things. Um, <laughs> it's a little bit embarrassing, but I did uh, when I was in just out of high school, just by like 19, 20, maybe 21, maybe 22. I did write a Jane Silent Bob Strike Back fan fiction. Not do you, a creepy, do you still dirty have. Thing said fan fiction it's probably somewhere maybe in a mom's house in attic or somewhere do you know how much I only got a couple pages derive from your jane silent bob fan fiction i still remember like the gist of what i wrote down if, i if did you've got I can't it, jokes if you've got it we can turn it into or we can rework it a little bit into a script and we can do a live oh yeah your jane silent bob fanfic on the show well you want me to give you a little gist of what it was right snoochie boochies no, 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 motherfucker no. let's do it I don't know that we need to get into <laughs> too much about what it is yet, unless if we can't find said script at some point in time, it doesn't have to be any time immediate, then yeah, we could do that. But we could do something similar to that, where we do a live reading of one Willie D. Nelson's Jay and Silent Bob fan fiction. If you can't find it, that's fine. Yeah, I don't who I don't know. I don't even know where to start. So, uh, might be in a box here. I don't know. what. Why, why I bring that up is one of the most fun things that I got to participate in is there were some friends of ours that uh, Greg and Leroy, who guest hosted on this show ages ago, who used to oh, the podcast well, about us nerd. Was his last name Jenkins? No, it was not Jenkins. It wasn't Leroy Jenkins? It was not. They did a live reading and they had all sorts of people call in or pre-record some lines for them of what is arguably one of the worst fanfics ever written, which is the My Immortal Harry Potter fan fiction. Just go Google it to get the gist of it. It's one of the worst things ever. They go down all sorts of creepy paths. They had all sorts of people 
record lines for them to play during the live reading of it and split it across two podcasts as they did a live reading of that fan fiction. I only had two lines, sadly, in that production where I was Professor Sluthorn. (laughs) (laughs) Nice. Nice. To be honest, I'm not sure how many pages I had done of it. Maybe only like five to ten pages, maybe. I, it was more of like a like a definitely could be padded out like you know filled in more because I was I was nineteen twenty twenty one what the hell I knew about writing so what do I still know about writing that's fair so <laughs> just just to give some background because we touched on what this my immortal Harry Potter fanfic is it has its own Wikipedia page entry it's gone it's made the rounds that much on the internet so my immortal is a Harry Potter based fan fiction serially published on fanfiction.net between two thousand six and two thousand seven. Known for its incomprehensible narrative and constant digressions, the story centers on a non-canonical female vampire named Ebony Darkness Dementia Raven Way and her relationships with the characters oh in the Harry Potter series, particularly her romantic relationship with Draco Malfoy. Ultimately, she is prompted by visions to travel back in time to try and defeat Lord Voldemort. Since the beginning, Ebony of its- Darkness Dimension Raven Way. I'm already out on the character's name. I'm done. <laughs> like that's awful. Since the beginning of the work's publication, it has gained infamy for its awful writing, plot inconsistency, and complete disregard for the original Harry Potter source material. Often regarded as among the worst fan fiction ever written, My Immortal is felt to be a detriment to those attempting to bring legitimacy to fan fiction. Despite this, the series has also inspired derivative works, including a YouTube web series, and is also viewed with nostalgia for adolescent fan life. (laughs) Uh, Speaking of um, like Harry Potter kind of parody type stuff um yes. i would recommend uh wizard people comma dear reader on youtube if you're in for just weird watching something just weird as somebody just pretty much reading over harry potter as the movies play in the background but he's just interjecting so much stuff it's you gotta experience it do it dr- drunkenly with a g- group of friends or, you know, you know, keep them six feet apart. But yeah, <laughs> it was 44 chapters, totaling nearly 22,700 words. The story was not finished, sadly. Jesus. I, I'm sorry. All right. Uh, here's a little trivia bit to you since we're all talking about fanfic. Um, can you tell me what the longest uh, fanfic um, book story that's been written? Oh, I have no idea. Or well, what's the subject of it? Like, what's what's it based on? Harry I would guess Potter. Game of Thrones. Neither uh, you might be surprised that it's called the subspace emissary something something something. It's a Smash Brothers. Huh? What? Because the the um, the single player portion for the Super Smash Brothers Brawl for the Wii was called the subspace emissary. Hmm. Weird. And um, just to give you a little a uh, little little clue to what the my Jane something about. Fanfic, kind of what I fix a plot hole from Mallrats to Jay and Saw Bob Strike Back. I do fix a plot hole that always bothered me. Well, because because you remember when when they go see him when they go see Brody and Jay and Saw Bob Strike Back, he's running a comic book store, right? You are correct. At the very end of Mallrats, I'm going to say everything you know. What you know, they do like a little what these characters are doing in the future or whatever. It says he takes over. I. I forget which was it the late show or the tonight show. I can't remember which it was Letterman's show. I thought no, oh, it was Le- Okay. No, it was tonight's show. It was tonight's show. 
I mean, the obvious joke to do it now would just be like, oh, Jay Leno decided he wanted his jab back. <laughs> <laughs> I see what you did there. Uh, no, but yeah, but I, I kind of answer what, what, what that I kind of, well, answered a bit. Uh, I always hated that plot hole. Like, why is he running the comic book store not still doing the Tonight Show thing? Guess what? He's running the comic book store when we come to Jan Sonopov reboot as well. <sighs> Wait, what? Say again? He's running the comic book store in Jan Sonopov oh. reboot as well. I heard. I thought you were saying he's doing the Tonight Show. I was no, like, no, no, no. Oh. Comic book store. Hmm. That being said, now that I have uh, made fun of what is arguably one of the worst fanfics of all time, and I will see if I can find that live reading that they did at Let Us. Oh, uh, hold days. on a second. The worst? No, no, no. The worst one actually got turned into a book series and Twilight. movies. Yeah. No. No. Fifty Shades of Grey. Oh. Okay. That was a Twilight fanfic, so you weren't too far I, I, off. I'm pretty, it's sure, I'm pretty yeah. sure that My Immortal is worse. Yeah, and... Uh, Willie, honestly, um, Fifty Shades of Grey is better written than Twilight. I mean, it's all I read, it's all bad. Like it's all bad, <laughs> and highly derivative of anything that it's ever referenced. But I literally, I took, I gave it a shot. I read the first Twilight book. It is one of the most poorly written novels I've ever read in my life. Fifty Shades of Grey, like it's full of a bunch of sex and a character that has no development, but the writing on it is actually better than the writing of the first Twilight book. Actually, you know what? I'm going to say no. Like I am in no way, shape, or form in like in the BDSM crowd. I guess I'm, but I can definitely say he says to that girl, "You need to sign this contract before anything happens." Did she sign it by the end of that? I've watched the first movie with somebody, with one of my ex-girlfriends, and she never signs it, yet they still go into it. So it makes no sense. You're breaking your own damn rules. Oh, yeah. No one said those movies make sense or those books make sense. I'm just saying that the first book of the Fifty Shades was better written, like just actual the craft of writing. It didn't well, hurt to read it. What was the main character's Twilight, name? Christian Grey. No, well, the girl. Well, there's something steel, wasn't it? It was like so, like just. Hmm, let me just pick out generic names out of this generic yeah, heroin. All I know is it's Don Jones. Anastasia yeah. Steel wasn't that yeah. it? What yeah. steel? Yeah. Am I right on that steel? That sounds right. Anastasia, God, I'm done with talking about that. It's just weird that that's fucking Don Johnson's daughter, <laughs> right? <laughs> huh? Oh, oh, did I just Don blow Johnson's mind? Well, I, I didn't know. Uh, I didn't know Don Johnson had a daughter. I never thought about yeah. it. They're just like, oh, yeah, oh, yeah he's, uh, a, he's a person. Uh, he can uh, have a kid. Dakota? Dakota Johnson Dakota is not her name? Fanning. Oh! No. Dakota no, Johnson. Johnson. Yeah, he's right. Yeah. yeah, he is. Holy. Hmm. Yeah. And I will say, Don Johnson is excellent in Knives Out. He really is. Don Knives Johnson is excellent in almost everything. He's, he's also in uh, uh, the Brawl in Cell Block 99. 99. Brawl yeah. in Cell Block 99. Brawl. Okay, yeah, I can't remember the title. Yeah, I was a little iffy on showing that movie to my dad. I mean, it seems like he would like it, but he just got out of prison, so I wasn't sure how <laughs> that would be taken. He he loved the fuck out of it. Yeah, Dakota Johnson is the daughter of Don Johnson and Melanie Griffith. Like that's the child of the eighties, right there. She was in like Bonfire of the Vanities, bunch of stuff in the eighties. Uh, she's sadly one of those ones that had some work done before work was really good yet, and so did a little damage. She's she's kind of scary looking now. Fair. You know I mean, what can you do? It just makes me sad when you see people that get work done and they do too much. Oh, like oh, God, what's that? Speaking of which, rip Kenny Rogers. <laughs> Kenny Rogers. Rest in peace to the Kenny. gambler. You're talking about someone that got too much work done. Ooh. 
Is that Kenny Rogers? Yeah, yeah I guess yeah. I yeah. Oh my God. Ah, uh, that was yeah, some his, of my best, my favorite is, skits on Mad TV is when Will Sasso was Kenny Rogers. Yeah. Hi, I'm Kenny Rogers. This is Jackass. <laughs> oh, that's so good. <laughs> that one is. Did good. I do the voice right? Did I do it close enough? Pretty close. He was always drunk, Kenny Rogers. <laughs> I'm gonna get hit myself in the nuts. Huh. <laughs> like, how can you get dumber than Jackass? Although, I will say. Jackass 3D was probably the best 3D movie I've ever seen for the 3D effects. Didn't even Roger Ebert say it was a great use of 3D or something like that when he reviewed it? No yeah. idea. I mean, it. There's uh, the scene at the end when every like that's right before they go to the credits. And they're like their big like ending thing. Like everything's exploding around them. There was. I just remember yeah. seeing so many depths of field. Like yep. everything was. Going wasn't, around, amazing. wasn't 3D the one where they did the giant hand that just bitch slapped people yes. as they walked through the hallway? Yes. Okay. Yeah, I'm glad you didn't. And I'm that glad was you didn't honestly so simple, but one of the best sequences they ever did on Jackass. <laughs> just a giant fucking hand that just knocked people on their asses. Yeah, Although, the, the 3D in that movie was actually extremely well done. The technical aspects of that film were great. It's sadly, a jackass film, but it was a well-made jackass film. <laughs> sadly, it also had one of the oh my god, it's still permanently scarred in my brain. One of the worst skits they've ever done. It's like a little model train just going, blah, 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 going around, and it goes past by a little hill, and then all of a sudden that oh, hill yeah. starts Mountain. erupting, and it's uh, yes. like somebody's ash just sticking out there, and it's just liquid diarrhea. Like, yeah, that one was bad. That, uh, that went back. They went back to their CKY roots. I'm glad the you CKY brought... videos. Th- thanks for bringing that back up and scarring us. Uh, I don't <laughs> really know how well, to proceed. Well, hold on a second before you go. Then the CKY the videos. They, they, I mean, they proved um, comedian George Carlin wrong. George Carlin had a list of things that you will never see. He said you will never see a man running full speed taking a dump. They proved him wrong. Sadly, I seen that. Why was my cousin into that? Why do you have to share that with me? Family. ATGN Studios on uh, the internet. It's the news of the week. There was no way out of that. I just did the abrupt transition, everyone. But we transitioned into the news of the week. It's that part of the show where we run down what is in our minds some of the most interesting geeky and or nerdy news to have cropped up here in the past week and enjoy it now while we're getting some interesting news because production is shutting down on a bunch of stuff and we're going to go into a uh, new kind of bit of a quiet zone when it comes to some of our upcoming entertainment choices this is this is like 10 times worse than a writer's strike it will be in the long run yeah yeah but before we get in I'm, I'm sure we'll touch on some things about how the lockdown and coronavirus is negatively impacting things let's get into a really cool news story that dropped on i want to say thursday or friday i can't remember when I, it was friday that i texted to you guys and it's all about the mandalorian season two some fantasy yeah. casting that we had all kind of talked about in 2017 like this would be awesome came true and what happened here well slash film had the exclusive and other places ripped them off such as deadline.com totally ripped them off and didn't credit them with this news that the mandalorian season two has cast rosario dawson to play the role of ahsoka Tano. For those that don't know who that is, that is a character that was first introduced in the Clone Wars cartoon series as Anakin Skywalker's apprentice. And then Snips. became arguably one of the coolest characters in the Star Wars cartoons and Star Wars canon, and arguably one of the most badass characters there. 
There's this whole thing about you want a badass female character in Star Wars. People are like, oh, it's Rey. You're like, no, no, no. It's Ahsoka. Ahsoka's a yeah, badass. No. She well, was first. It was it was General Leia first. True. Then Ahsoka, then Rey. Yeah. <laughs> there are actually lots of badass female characters in Star Wars that people seem to forget somehow. I don't I don't understand it. That is true. So uh, slash film specifically, uh, Peter Scretta learned that Rosario Dawson's going yeah, to appear Peter. in season two. And she will be the first person to do a live action portrayal of Ahsoka Tano. Now, some fans are really miffed. They wanted Ashley Eckstein, who is the voice actress, to play the role. But this is something that fans had done, like fantasy casting and voting on back in 2017. They are excited about it. And someone had tweeted it to Rosario Dawson saying, hey, um, would this be something you'd be interested in back in 2017? And she responded back on Twitter with, um, yes, please. Hashtag Ahsoka lives. So there's been a big fan movement being like Rosario Dawson would be amazing in this role. We want it to happen. And now it is happening. We have no idea how many episodes she's going to appear as Ahsoka in Mandalorian season two, but it's going to be really cool to see this character in live action after seeing her grow up throughout the cartoons, then into Star Wars Rebels and then arguably into whatever the Rebels spinoff cartoon series is going to be. And we do know that presumably her appearance in Mandalorian season two probably takes place after the epilogue of star Wars rebels. So this might open the door for grand Admiral Thrawn for Ezra Bridger and Sabine Wren live action appearances as well. I want all of these. Was that English? Yes, it was fair enough. Sailor Poland asked in the chat, wait, so she survived the Jedi purge. That is correct. We did see her in star Wars rebels in season. Well, and it makes sense because she's not a Jedi. Correct. Watch Clone Wars. She tells fucking Anakin and Yoda, eat a dick, and she walks. Literally? Because the Jedi Council fucks her over. Not not literally, but... Yeah, basically, that's what she does. No, she... uh, uh, Because uh, Twi'leks can't grow hair, she doesn't have the Padawan strand, so she had a piece of jewelry that she wore. She breaks it off, hands it to Anakin, and says, I'm out, and fucking uh, stops training to become a Jedi. So technically, she's a Force user. She uses lightsabers, that's why her blades are white, and she uses the Force, but she is not a Jedi. She did not complete her Jedi training, she did not turn Sith, she is just a Force user. Yeah, aren't there a couple of those species that don't have hair there in the Jedi? Like, what was that name? Yeah, Twi'leks. What was the name of that big-headed dude? Didn't he have a weird name? Coyote Mundi. Didn't someone have like a dirty-sounding name? That's the guy that has the big tall head that was a Jedi Knight, is Coyote Mundi. Yeah, there's a couple of them. But yeah, so they'll they'll wear like a piece of jewelry or something to signify the uh, the the Padawan learner braid if they're a species that can't grow hair. So yeah, so Snips she had a chain that went in between her uh, like her tentacle horns because she was a Twi'lek, and so she had that chain. And in uh, not the new season that's coming out on Disney right now, but the previous season, she broke the chain and like handed it to Anakin and walked. I was like, I'm done. I'm no longer training to be a Jedi. It'll be interesting because in Mandalorian, she might be one of the only people that the Mandalorian is going to run into that gets the significance of what the baby Yoda is. Yeah. Oh, this is the same species as Yoda, who was a great Jedi master and could do some interesting things there in the article. It's true. Most people that knew Yoda are dead. That's true. In the article (laughs) that they posted on Slash Film, they said uh, last month and Disney's first fiscal quarter. Bob Iger had a call where he mentioned that Mandalorian season two comes in October and then more coming from the Mandalorian thereafter, including the possibility of infusing it with more characters and the possibility of taking those characters in the same direction in terms of series. What do they mean by that? Potentially spinoffs out of Mandalorian from characters they introduce. 
And the thought is, if the Rebels epilogue is set somewhere within the same timeline as The Mandalorian, perhaps Ahsoka's appearance in Season 2 is a setup for a live-action Disney Plus excuse me, Disney Plus spin-off series or movie or maybe even cartoon show. It's going to be interesting. As someone who came onto Rebels after Season 1 didn't hook me, Season 2 did, and then I was completely on board the whole time, I'm really excited to see what happens bringing Ahsoka to live-action to seeing how they continue that story because while rebels did end without ended their story, they did kind of leave this cliffhanger of, Hey, what happened with these characters? You can find out at some point in time and we're going to go try and save them. And then it was, well, wait, what, what's going to happen? And then we got the star Wars resistance cartoon, which I did not care for instead of, you know, continuing the story of rebels. Yeah. I've watched like the first six episodes of resistance and I'm I like, I haven't gone back into Disney plus to watch more. And I'm like, eh, I kind of just want to go watch rebels again. Really also, good. part of it is honestly just the, the digital art style rebels was like a nice step up and continuation of kind of the art style they went with for clone wars and resistance seems like a backpedal. It seems like it's more cheaply done and just, yeah, yeah, it just, it, it's not as good. I did find out who I was thinking of. Is the bug eyed thing with like Plutoon? Kit Fisto. Kit Fisto. Uh, okay, George yeah. Lucas. What yeah. you you had to know when you were naming that thing. Because yeah, he had like tentacles, not really like Twi'lek yeah. tentacles, but he had like more like a bunch of tentacles, I think. Well, it was like the Twi'leks, but like it was more like dread well, they look like that, but dreaded and you know, skinnier, like kind of like snakes, like thick pythons coming out of his head. Yeah, and then you had giant black eyes. Yeah, yeah, he was in the Clone oh, Wars. He was pretty cool. I just zoomed Get into his Fisto. picture. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah, that's not gonna... Careful. Yep. So uh, credit to the folks over at Slash Film, specifically Peter in this case, because he said he'd been working on this for months before they dropped it. So the fact that Disney kept it so quiet that only one person had it and then everyone took it and ran with it, that's pretty cool. This is a big reveal. Evidently, other sites are starting to confirm that, his reporting, but Deadline just straight up ripped him off and didn't even credit him. So... uh don't give any credit to Deadline. Yeah, yeah, screw them. Go, Peter. Good work. Plus and for has, those that don't know, he does his own YouTube series with his wife called Ordinary Adventures. I was just about to it's say It's awesome that. to watch. It's absolutely yeah. delightful. I had started watching those, and I had no idea that that Peter was the same Peter I'd been following on Slash Film on Twitter for like four or five years. Like, I had no idea that was the same guy. He's great. For those and that yeah, aren't their familiar, videos are super fun. Yeah, their Ordinary Adventures YouTube series focused a lot on like Star Wars Galaxy's Edge and things they were finding there. He had one of the first videos that went huge about building your own lightsaber when Galaxy's Edge opened. That's how I think I first found their channel. But then he's they've kind of spun it in all these other things of, hey, there's new food here. Let's go check out the new food and see what it's about. Or let's do the Black Kyber Crystal Challenge because he's been trying to find one of those forever. It is absolutely a delightful YouTube series. And they've started delving into some of the other uh disney parks and covering those more than just like galaxy's edge now i wager with disney land and world both being shut down right now they probably have some footage they've got saved up they're prepped for but i'm not sure what their ongoing coverage is going to be other than they've done some q a's in the past and talked about some of the cool swag they have so maybe they'll go down that path i don't know it's a really fun youtube channel though they also do like yeah they'll do the like they'll open mail at home and answer questions so yeah they'll be able to do a couple of those probably yeah, it's going to be weird to see like a lot of YouTube creators were 
the stuff, the videos they create actually can't be made at home. It's them going out and doing things like that's going to change up a lot of people's like YouTube careers over the next couple of months. Right. Like one of the channels I really enjoy and Willie's talked about it before is the corridor crew and the corridor digital channels where they do like their uh, stuntman yeah. reacts and things like that or VFX CGI. Artists and stuff awesome. like that. And they did their most recent one and they had mm-hmm. a little stinger at the end that was basically like, hey, we've got a shutdown going on right now. So we're not really sure what all we're going to be able to do going forward. Understandable. Because they're all working from home. Like they should be things like that. So just don't get frustrated when some of your favorite YouTube creators aren't pumping out a bunch of content because it's really hard to do when you can't leave your house for some of these. Creators. And oh, you did mention the last episode they had with the stunt uh performances they had on the uh black widow's uh stunt actress amy e johnston or johnson i can't remember was the actor was the stunt actor thank you for remembering that because my memory is terrible a, i cannot remember names she was a badass though when i started oh, going yeah. through and looking at her filmography and like her stunt reel she's a badass oh, they're like that was you like yeah that was me doing that i was like oh yeah yeah, if you haven't had a chance, it's one of my favorite YouTube series to watch that I just recently found mm-hmm. out about like in the last six months. So I've been consuming as much as I can where they literally sit down with different stunt people and go through and go like, here's some scenes that they're in. Now let's just talk about some other cool stunts from other movies and have them react. And be like, here's how I think they did it. Really neat. Yes. Somehow I got onto it from the first episode of them showing that. I think I've seen other stuff for them, but I didn't really know who they were. I didn't really, you know, went into it. But yeah, they also have other series from their main channel, Corridor. The Corridor Cruise, kind of like the fun stuff, the behind-the-scenes stuff, and the um, the uh, React stuff. Um, but yeah, their, their anime series, hilarious. Anime baseball, anime fidget spinners, hilarious. They, they do some they get really that cool tone. stuff. Yeah, I like a lot of the work they've done. So if you're not familiar with them, hey, we're all sitting at home right now. Now's the chance to go and explore some stuff on YouTube or in Netflix that you haven't watched before. Go check out like the back catalog of the stuff that Corridor and Corridor Crew has done. They also have a spinoff channel called Node that is all of like the games and stuff they play. Sometimes, oh, that's still them too? Yeah, that's them also. They're okay, so, I thought it was like a separate. Or they're associated with them somehow because okay. you see like Nico and Sam always crossing back and forth with it. Maybe owned by the same parent Maybe, company. Maybe, I'm not sure. But that's where they'll do like, sometimes it's like we're playing a bunch of games on the computer and like a LAN party. Other times they're going out and playing Airsoft games or Nerf games where they like rent out a house and do all sorts of like trouble and terrorist town games. They do all sorts of fun little adventure videos like that. And from a production standpoint, it's kind of cool when they do one of like their airsoft battles because everyone has like a GoPro mounted on their head. And they also have people that are there filming and they splice the footage together really well. So you get an idea of what's going on. There's a lot of editing time that goes into that, I'm sure. And it's really neat stuff. Yeah, I think my memory just got along. I think the first video I saw them without really knowing who they were at the time, where they did like a, they put a GoPro on like a, like an arrow and they were shooting it in the air and it was like a thicker head arrow so the GoPro could stay on it. And that, they got some cool shots with that. They not did. Gonna lie. And then they also build some cool stuff on there. Like I think it was a last corridor crew episode last week. Uh, one of the guys that works there, his name is Ren built a drone oh, that has a Nerf gun affixed to it that he can fire from the drone. Nice. So like he's using the first person uh FPS goggles or whatever. So like he he's got a camera on the front of him, he's flying it and in the end after he's gotten this drone successfully built and it's really fascinating to see how he builds it. He then takes the drone and is trying to shoot one of the guys he works with and he's trying to shoot the drone down or throw an axe at it. So it's man v drone in a nerf battle 
and it's absolutely <laughs> delightful and it's really cool. And the engineering behind making this drone with a nerf gun, nerf gun affixed to it, it's just fascinating. Uh, yeah, um, I'm on the the subreddit corridor, and Ren is a saint on there. <laughs> it, it also reminds me, uh, fuck the academy. Fight choreography and stunt should be its own Academy Award winning category. Every fucking year, there's some fight choreography, some stunt crew doing some shit that they deserve Academy Awards for. I agree with you, but you know what? I just I don't really care about the Academy anymore. They're just oh, I found out how they do no, things. But the you film have to industry go does campaign so, to win. Yeah. Like so, that people don't just vote on who they think should win. They have to campaign to win. What? It's not a. It's not That's a, how it works like anymore. A, yep. it's not. I guess it's political. I guess because you made it that. I mean, that makes no sense. You have to spend money to win. Blah blah blah. Uh. Yep. But in all seriousness, if you're looking for some more content, some more stuff to watch, go on YouTube. Check out Corridor, Corridor Crew, Node, stuff like that. There is a bunch of entertaining things in there. I've gone through a bunch of their back catalog of stuff over the past like four or five months and i'm like this is all content that i really like i don't know how i was not aware of it prior to when i first found it a few months ago and i was kicking myself <laughs> for not having watched it. it's really good stuff i will thank them too because i did not realize how much practical effects are in the marvel movies they use so many practical effects it blew my yeah. mind but that's what brought me back to that topic of the stunt thing was you see that video they put out of caps guy uh, age of ultron and he's yeah. doing the when they oh, do the yeah. big camera through on the thing. His stunt double actually did like a backflip with two twists and then landed on the ground. And it it's in the movie. Gainer? Yeah, I mean, it something like that. that. But like, that it's a, a beautiful move, and he perfectly nails it. And they have the shot of him doing it, no mask, but he's in full costume as Cap, and he like literally takes a step forward off a platform, does a backflip in the air, spins twice, and lands like in the superhero pose, and it's gorgeous. And, like, the dude actually did that in costume as the character and the shots in the film. Like, it's so cool. Yeah, and those guys work their asses off. You don't realize how well they mix practical with uh, practical effects with special effects, video effect, visual effects, rather. Like, yeah. in the last uh, Stuntman React where they're doing Winter Soldier stuff, like, you find out the whole Winter Soldier highway chase scene or whatever. You know, the one where, like, they slide across on the door across mm -hmm. the freeway and stuff oh that was yeah. real yep. like they did on the green screen them dropping out but then there was a whole other thing where like they pushed them on a car door across the road had them go up on a yeah. ramp to make the drop happen and while that's happening in front of them there's actually a car flipping through midair and that was all done practical effects that they then augmented with cgi brilliant yep yeah i don't know like <sighs> Did they, have, did they land on pads or something, I guess? They had some pads. And then what they were saying is the guy who was playing the stunt or who was playing Falcon in regards to stunts, that when he slides off the door, they, that had to hurt. Oh, yeah. like, he's wearing short sleeves. And she goes, well, he was wearing like these clear hockey pads. Like they were like a thin adhesive thing they could put on. But still, it's going to hurt. Mm. Yeah, if they screw those up. But that's why they, 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 they practice all that stuff and do the math. Like so much of done in stunts is math. And doing physics calculations to figure out how a car is going to flip, how a human body is going to move along a trajectory, how something's going to happen to where if we're in this specific spot, we will be perfectly safe. If we're two inches to the left, we might lose an arm. If we're two inches to the right, our head might come off. And like those guys work shit down to the millimeter. It's amazing the work they do. 
Yeah, you are 100, 100% right. It's it's phenomenal. And honestly, these uh, Stuntman React videos have given me such a better perspective on just how they pull some of these off and just how something yeah. that might look simple when you see the final product is not simple whatsoever. It, it's really, really good, Bachman. I'm really sure that you would enjoy, at the very least, the Stuntman Reacts ones. because Yeah, they, I need to start watching those. I put the Collider oh. stuff on my YouTube, but I haven't got around to it yet. This, I need corridor. To watch out. this is Corridor. Or Corridor, corridor Crew. Yeah, and Corridor the channel, Crew. The YouTube channel, okay. Corridor Crew is the one where all the Reacts ones yeah. are at. Um, nice. And you you know um, Clint from the channel? Yes. Um, I actually recognize him from, uh, do you remember uh, Freddie Wong on YouTube? Yes. Video game. He did a school. lot of, yeah, yep. Yeah, he had a bunch of like, he had like little skits and stuff before like on YouTube. Just like uh, Clint, I remember him from there. He was actually, they had a little skit called The Adventures of Milkman, the worst superhero ever. Yes. Definitely look up that video. That is Clint <laughs> as Milkman. It is hilarious. Yeah, I think and, that they've uh, collaborated with Freddie in the past or something like that because he's come and done some of the Corridor videos also. And uh, yeah, definitely, uh, if you're a metaphobe, do not look up at Milkman. <laughs> do not look it up if you're a metaphobe. Yeah, so seriously, that's some really good YouTube stuff to go and check out. Willie and I have both enjoyed it. We think that if you enjoy similar things to what we do, you're really going to enjoy it as well. So go check it out. Like we said, we need things to do. When you can't really do much besides stay home, which is what you're supposed to do. I'm not complaining about that, mind you. Now, that's something good from a consumer perspective there. But one of the things that we haven't really started to figure out is what's this lockdown going to do to different businesses, especially small businesses? And when you get into places like the comic book industry, there's potentially some trouble coming up there. So, Bachman, what do you got for us in that regard? Uh, we got on uh, Thursday, the California governor expanded the uh, stay at home, safe, uh, safer at home guidelines. I believe now uh, California and New York and I think there's another state too have gone to uh, basically fully if it's non-essential businesses are supposed to be closed. So basically anything besides a grocery store or a hospital, like they're shutting down everything. Pennsylvania did the same thing. And that also included shutting it. down GameStop because GameStop found some loophole that since they sell consumer electronics and computer equipment they could deem themselves essential so there's a whole different <laughs> i'm not going to get into it now but there's a whole different tirade that's been going on about how game stops were still open and how game stops have been out of cleaning supplies they couldn't get any in so like these guys are trying to make their own cleaning supplies and be like am i supposed oh, to take Jesus. trade-ins in right now because those are gross they're finally starting to shut it down and game side game stops at least going to curbside drop off for things still they shouldn't be Jeez. open whatsoever yeah. go to r slash gamestop you can see a bunch of stuff there it's an unofficial subreddit for them it's some yeah. shitty stuff and there's people that got in on like their managers calls and stuff and <laughs> recorded it it's shitty jeez it yeah is. gamestop you're not essential you you barely belong in the in the industry well, you're awful I, what they're tr what they've realized <laughs> is if they shut down for coronavirus they're probably not coming back so they're trying to suck every last dollar out of people that they can i think that sounds like gamestop yeah now, I feel sorry for their employees, but that's a shitty company. Yes, I agree. Now, this might be uh, some old news. Um, I can't remember how long ago I saw this. Do you saw who the newest member of the GameStop Corporation Reggie. is? Yeah, I was so sad to see that. I was like, no, Reggie, Phil Aim. How do you pronounce his last Phil Ames? Phil Zame? I don't know. Yeah, I never He's understood. Just I see it written. He's just Reggie. What nationality <laughs> is he? I don't know. And I apologize, I Bachman. We kind of interrupted your story <laughs> just that's because... Right. It's it's been a big deal. If you follow on Twitter, on Reddit, things like that, people ripping on GameStop and a bunch of staff members having tweeted out to like Polygon, Kotaku, Vice, 
IGN, stuff like that. Like, we're still open. Here's the problem. Sending them memos about stuff that GameStop corporate is sending, including be like, if someone comes to try and shut you down, give them this that shows that we're essential. And they're like, we are not essential. They want, but honestly, what GameStop was trying to do was get through Friday because Doom and Animal Crossing. Well, here's the thing. What's the point of GameStop when you got Walmart and Target? You can just go there. You're not wrong. True. But uh, one of the shops, one of the things that uh, the coronavirus is going to hurt is an industry we, I think, most of us actually like to see stay around, unlike GameStop. Uh, from a Heat Vision article on the Hollywood Reporter, the moment we have been dreading, coronavirus lands Thanos-sized punch on comic shops. So comic shops in L.A. and uh, in the New York area are having to close down where like they've been dreading this because the majority of comic shops are still getting a large chunk of their income from walk-in customers. Most people don't do the mail order from their comic shop. If they shop at their local comic shop, you go in every week. Uh, if you're a real fan, you go in every Wednesday. I mean, I've gone to the point where I go in every payday and pick up the last two weeks worth, but people that are like super addicted to their comics still go into the shop every Wednesday, pick up their new books. And so it is a, you know, it's a, it's a physical transaction in the store every week that a lot of people have been doing, you know, some of them for decades. And so with these stores selling down, like a lot of them had moved to like a curbside service, they'd moved to mail order to where they would take your, your order, um, over the phone and then, uh, send you your comics in the mail, which then, you know, the postal carriers, some of them are now actually being overworked because a lot of stuff's going through mail order that we used to go and get in, you know, just go pick up yourself. So yeah, because of it being, uh, followed. Oh, Illinois was also another one that followed suit for non-essential businesses. So California, New York, Illinois, and apparently Pennsylvania. So all comic book stores are going to be shut down in those States. And I'm bringing it up because, uh, specifically my store in my town in Boise, Idaho, captain comics is still open. They are constantly cleaning the counters. I went in on uh, Thursday, I think it was, and like everything was wiped down. They were just spending the whole day cleaning, making sure you know a minimum number of of customers were in the store at any given time. Which it wasn't like it was really flooded. There, I think there was four people in there when I was in there. Like it wasn't huge. There was as many people working as there were customers. But like they're you know they're keeping everything clean. But like they're taking people's credit cards if you want to order over the phone, and then the, they're mailing you stuff. They're bringing pe- stuff out to people's cars. Like they're doing everything they can, you know, to keep the shops clean. You know, if you have a local comic book store like that, those businesses go under real damn quick if they can't sell the product that they already paid for two months ago. So one of the other big deals in the article was they talked about uh, the guy running. I think it was is it Golden Apple? It was Golden Apple or one of the other ones. Oh, Collector's Paradise. Uh, he called the four distributors and said, "Hey, uh, are we going to be able to do returns?" with the coronavirus shutting down and us having to close our shop. And of the four distributors, two of them ignored his email completely. I'm going to bet one of those was Diamond because they're assholes. Oh, guaranteed the only one, Diamond. Yeah. The only one that one of them responded with like a, a cryptic, like a cryptic reply that didn't seem to be any help. The only one that actually like responded with a helpful thing was Image Comics. And they said they will be fully returnable for the next two months. And they would be staggering or canceling some releases. So Image is apparently hopping on the ball, addressing the concerns, knowing that you know there's still roughly, I think it's something like 1,500 comic book shops in the U.S. Like those, all of those shops order their stuff two months ahead of time to get it done through previews to get the comics in the store, and like the shops pay for those books when they order them. And so these comic shops have already paid for books for the next two months. All that product's going to come to them. 
And if there's no people coming in the stores to buy them, they're just sitting on wasted money. Like they've already paid for these items. And, you know, if you don't have Diamond allowing returns, which they're the largest distributor of comic books in the world, like this is going to hurt a lot of very small businesses in a lot of towns. And so, I mean, we might see, I don't think it's going to be the end of the comic book store, but this might end up bankrupting a whole lot of them. You're going to see a lot of them sent out, which has got me sad, especially those that might have been living on the edge, for lack of a better term, because there are times when I imagine as a comic book retailer that, times are leaner than others because people aren't buying as much stuff because there's not a mega event or there's not something like that that's drawing them in and if they're in one of those lean periods i'm sure there's a lot of them looking at their books right now and going oh shit what am i gonna do well and then a lot of them subsidize the comic books that they sell by selling other items a lot of them are comics and cards stores so like captain they sell pokemon they sell magic they sell Yu-Gi-Oh. Well, you know who's not coming in to buy those cards? Kids that aren't going to be able to go play at tournaments because you're not going to be having card tournaments for months. They're not going to have a, a crowds of a hundred kids that already don't bathe shoved Ooh. into a room when we're when we're facing the coronavirus epidemic. We can't get these kids to wash their asses before. Like no one's going to want to be in those rooms for a long time. So those people aren't going to be going to tournaments. So they're not going to be coming in and buying cards. So that's also going to hurt the industry. Because one of the sub sub the subcategories they're selling to make up for the loss that they're not selling enough monthly comics is the cards, and now the cards aren't going to be selling as well. Like this is going to hurt a lot of small businesses. Sailor Paul and uh, in the chat room. Don't forget the creators. Valiant just told its creative staff not to work on their stuff for one month. Yeah, and yeah, there's been a lot of talk on Twitter. I've seen a lot of artists saying there's a couple of companies that have stopped paying. And uh, Eric Larson, I believe, the guy who's a writer, creator, artist on uh, Savage Dragon was one of the first ones to say instantly to all the freelance artists out there, don't draw another page until you've been paid for the page you just finished. If there's companies shutting down right now, don't be doing work for a company that may not be sending you a paycheck for your freelance work. Because, yeah, if you're under contract and they stop sending you checks, then stop working. Like, go do commissions. Yep. You can still do free mail order stuff. You know, hit your social media up. And I've seen a lot of the artists I follow on Twitter like, hey, I'm not doing anything else right now, so my commission list is open. So that was honestly a really good time to get commissioned artwork from super talented comic book artists. Go on Instagram, go on Twitter. There are literally thousands of them right now that'll do a commission for you at their house. They'll pop in an envelope, send it to you in the mail, and you can get some really good artwork. All right, I do have two things here. One, thank you, Bachman, for um, foreshadowing with the um, hard time bathing thing you mentioned earlier. <laughs> That'd be uh, what I've been into later on. And two... <laughs> Uh, I think we have a better name for this episode because you heard it from Bachman again. True fans go on Wednesday, every Wednesdays to get their comics. There's another gate. We should call this a uh, gatekeeper Bachman. Uh, that's true. Okay. <laughs> I should say true fans. Right. I should say true. I should say hardcore fans go every Wednesday to pick up their fans, books. But... Yeah. Cause I, yeah, Ew. I'm, a, I'm not a hardcore fan the way I was for getting my comics every Wednesday. But I just have to pick them up on payday. Like I can't go sooner than payday. Right. I get my books every payday. But yeah, I, I'd, yeah, I shouldn't say true fans. Let's just say hardcore fans. Some I think you might there are lots of fans. There are lots of true fans that only pick up their books once a month. Uh, yeah, I remember when um back in like my senior year of high school, and I was actually collecting comic books. Like I would go every Wednesday, just say mm, this interests me. This interests. Me. I don't think I was really consistent with what I was getting. Just anything that interested me. Uh, people would ask. Uh, I'll just be going around. I was like, hey, how's it going? You know, today's the greatest day in the world. They're like, why? 
because it's Wednesday. That'd just be my answer. I don't have to answer <laughs> nope. anything more just because it's Wednesday. And they're always like, hmm, that's mysterious. I like you, Willie. Like, like you too, buddy. <laughs> As I used to go in uh, during my uh, four and a half, five years in college when I was on the GI Bill, I would get my GI Bill. I would pay my rent. I would pay all my bills. I would go pick up my groceries, and then I would hit the comic shop, and I would drop sometimes 180 to 250 bucks a month on comics. Like I was buying a lot of books at that time, but also, yeah, I was was getting, you know, a nice fat GI bill with the Navy college fund on top of it, which I had earned. (laughs) So yeah, I I was reading a lot of comics back then. Yeah. The fact that I'm under like 40 bucks a month now, sometimes in a month is shocking. It's just shocking to me that I read so few comics now. So so the (laughs) the takeaway here for you guys who are watching live or listening later is if you are going to your comic, if you've been going to your comic book shop and getting books, trying and try and call them, be like, hey, let me keep up with what I've been getting. Let me just pay each two weeks or whatever like that, and I'll pick them up when things are open. A lot of them are also still doing curbside pickup if they're allowed to yep. be open. Like I know my local stores, they're they're still open. You can go in if you want, but they're also saying if you don't want to come and call us, we'll bring the comics out to your car. Do the same thing with other small businesses in your area, too, if you can. Like, for instance, in West Virginia, where I live now, they've closed restaurants for everything but takeaway and delivery. But a lot of them, especially the small businesses, have been great. They've been saying, hey, call us. We'll take your order of the phone. Be here in 30 minutes. Call us. When you get here, we'll run the food out to your car. It's already paid for. You don't have to worry about it. My wife and I kind of made a decision that while this is going on, our goal is to try and, at least with two of the small business restaurants in town, get food at least twice a week from them to ensure that we're at least giving some money to some of the local businesses to try and help keep things open. Because I'm sure a lot of these small businesses, comic book shops included, restaurants, things like that, they're all looking at this and going, oh shit, I don't know what we do here. And I don't know how long we can keep this up. And one of my favorite rest- one of my favorite places to eat in town last Sunday closed their doors and said, we can't survive when this shutdown happens for a coronavirus. So we're just shutting it down now. They shut down, and this family shut down both the restaurants they own across the street from each other in the downtown area. That one of them had been there since I was going to school at WVU here, and they they'd been here for ages. And do what you can to support your local small business. That includes comic book shops. Yeah. That includes restaurants. That includes insert other businesses here if you can. Do what you can. Uh, you know, I'm gonna do a little gatekeeping here too, and a little bit. Um, uh, remember, uh, if you do go, if you do decide to go, just you know, make sure you bathe and uh, wash your hands regularly. Let's just, if you're going to go, take some precautions to help others and yourself. And um, also, I'm going to do a little gatekeeping here myself, too. Um, remember, <laughs> you can't be a Yu-Gi-Oh! tournament champion if you bathe during the tournament. What the hell's wrong with you? You got you to you get, get into your mind of your, of your opponent. And the best way to get to the, the, your opponent's mind is through the olfactory. Goes right to the brain. I guess, I guess that's one way Not of looking at it. You're you're awful. You're you're just awful. I'm not wrong. But yeah, it's it's a good time to help support yeah, small I businesses because yeah, if this shutdown ends up lasting more than a couple of months, like there may be a lot of small businesses that are not going to make it through this, which is really sad. The economic fallout and what it means to yeah. small businesses—that's the scary thing here. I mean, small businesses that are doing food right now, at least they have the option to do to go and to do delivery, but things like that. But could you imagine some of these other things, especially comic book shops, if they shut down all non-essential stuff? What are they going to do? They can't go and pick up their orders. They can't package orders to give out to folks. It's I'm just waiting until they tell me I can go back to work again. And I'm sure 
that is terrifying from the owner's perspective. And my heart goes out to them. Yeah, I do know there is a other Greensboro has two comic book stores. One of them that's been very well established, I think, for as long as I've been living. Uh, it's called Acme Comics. Uh, very good place. The guy who runs it, not the owner, but the guy who's like manager, he's, I've heard a weird story or two from, about him, but that's neither here nor there. Um, and then the other place, I think, is called Parts Unknown. I've only went there a couple times. The guy who owns it and runs it, very nice guy. If he has to close down for a while, I don't know if that place is going to survive. Yeah. Because that was that place is kind of like the lesser known. And uh, it's, I mean, the guy was super nice every time I went in there. Yeah. If you can, and there's places you buy from, just try and do what you can for them. And if you're in a situation now where you can't work because things are shut down, don't overextend yourself. I mean, you got to take care of yourself. We get that. Hopefully you're in a lucky enough position you can work from home or they've made accommodations for those that still have to go in. I I am in a position where I still have to go in, but most of the people in my office, they have set them up to work from home and it's a skeleton crew. So like when I go in on Monday, my office normally has like 30, 40 people in it. There's going to be maybe 10 of us in there. Yeah, yeah. My my friend, my friend who works in a big office there, they've got everybody. They used to do one telecommute day a week, and now everybody in that office is telecommuting, so they're all working from home. And honestly, any company where you sit in front of a computer anywhere, like unless it's like doing CGI for a big budget movie, every company should be able to have their people work from home right now. Because if you're just putting data into a system, like you should be able to set that up securely from people's home computers. If you can't, then get off your ass. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, I would not want to do those big Hollywood uh, uh, computer work at your home because I don't want my house to be like, you know, well, running at 160 degrees. Because yeah, I think most people's, most people's home computers can't do what those computers can do. So, oh yeah, Jesus Christ, the rendering would just melt the uh, the metal. Yeah. It the rendering the computers that render those can melt can melt steel beams. Let's just go with that. Yeah, they produce some heat. <laughs> I was going with the 9-11 joke. Just, just saying. Oh, really, really. It's been done and tired. I'm really, terrible. Really, really. I mean, it's, but that was my. It's not the first time you guys are disappointing <laughs> me today. Not even oh, today. And not the even day's the not over hour. yet. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The day is not over yet. Well, I'm saying but, it's not the first time already today. You already been. But <laughs> Willie, you know how you can ease some of that disappointment by getting into your uh, news, letting us know what's going on. Help I was gonna disappointment. Say, make, I was gonna say, make this tear duct stop watering my eye. You're not supposed to touch your face. Yeah, I mean, I'm already kind of. Uh, give me one second. Talk amongst yourselves for a moment. We are gonna talk amongst <laughs> ourselves here while Willie prepares uh, for his news yeah, story. I'm trying to think. Yes, my comic book shop. I think Captain's been around in Boise for 17 or 18 years. They said their 15th anniversary a while ago. So I think they're creeping up on a 20-year anniversary. Like, yeah, I really hope they don't close. I've literally been a customer at that store with a pull list since 2002. The month I got out of the Navy and came home, I opened up a pull list there because I knew I was going to be living in Boise. And I've gotten my books there every month since 2002. So, yeah, so yeah 18 years. So, yeah, so they're, uh, they're coming up on their 19th or 20th year, I think. Wow. So, yeah, Sorry it's going to be sad if they close. Sorry about that quick exit. I, I was trying to be a professional. I didn't want to blow my nose on air. That'd be a little weird. We're good. We covered it up. Nobody even knew you were even on camera. Just blow my nose. But that's now, all. But now you, you pulled open the curtain and showed everyone the dirty laundry of what we were hiding. Yeah. 
Oh, I wanted to apologize for it. You know, Ignore the I mean, man behind the curtain. I will admit my faults, which I have plenty. But, oh, you could say a, pl- a plethora of problems. But I don't think those come into your gaming choice as of late, does it? Nope, because uh, once again, we really don't have news of the week because my finger is firmly on the pulse of my ass. Far from it. So, <laughs> bring it back tomorrow. Or, uh, Jane Subbop straight back. Um, yeah, so I got a little game, and um, just to get a, a little FU to GameStop, I this is technically like the first like game for the Switch I've gotten that I didn't get physical. I got digitally. And it came out Friday, and that's Animal Crossing. Ah, words. Animal Crossing: New Horizons. And yeah, I, uh, if you if you if you've ever played Animal Crossing, uh, or better yet, if you've never heard of Animal Crossing, is pretty much a game that's not meant to be played for long periods of time. Daily, it's meant to be played in short bursts throughout the years and years that you do play like everything is run in real time like Mm -hmm. the day is the day the hour is the hour the minute is the minute and um yeah you got little things to take care of you're a villager in a new island for this game you got your own little island uh the graphics are looking a lot better than than in the previous ones because i went straight from the gamecube one which was a nintendo 64 port and then I play a little bit on the Wii version, which would be Animal Crossing City Folk. That one had some hit and misses in. I'm not gonna lie, but um, this one so far has been pretty good. You can't really do too much, um, uh, you know, in the in the very beginning, because you can upgrade stuff, but it takes a the next day for it to be done, pretty much. Like, it takes real time to do so, it. So, Willie, As, while you're discussing Animal Crossing here, I'd like mm-hmm. to point out I have never played an Animal Crossing game. However, I've seen really? a lot of my friends no who are, and I am seriously considering downloading it after the show to play. So this is your chance, sir. Sell me on Animal Crossing. Why do I want to play this game? How addicted am I going to get to this game? Um, I want to say I'm going to go with the cons first. Uh, there is... There is very little instant gratification with this game. It's be- it's a it's like the long con pretty much because things don't happen fast like I said. Like I you start off in a tent when you get to your island, you get two um two animal neighbors and then you also get more later on, some move out, some more move in, like it goes on as time goes on. Um, there's not really a lot to do from day to day, but you do have like a list that you can go do. Da, da. You can still, you can go fishing. You can do whatever you want. You can plant trees, you can plant flowers. You can have your Island looking how you want, um, to suit your needs, but it does take time to go on. Like I am still in it where I have to wait. Probably. I'm probably a week away for, I can really do majority of what I want to do. Um, Think of it kind of like um, Harvest Moon or Stardew, Stardew Valley, Valley. Okay. kind of like that, but but more slower. Okay. Like like I said, you start off, you have a tent, you get to place your tent, and then then he tells you that oh oh uh, you can pay f- you actually owe me for that. I loaned you out technically the money f- to go- to to have that tent in that little spot. So then you owe Tom Nook. You will know, learn Tom Nook's name because you will always owe him money. 
<laughs> uh, uh, pretty much every time you do finish paying off the loan uh, for my tent, he said, oh, don't you want a house so I can give you another loan and we can build you a house? I just got my house today. And um, luckily, Wait, so I you're was... saying Animal Crossing comes with a loan shark? <laughs> Technically, a lone raccoon. <laughs> a lone raccoon. Nice. Yep, because he's Tom Nook. Do you remember the? Uh, do you remember what the uh, the raccoon and Super Mario Brothers three when you got the little leaf when tanuki. he turned the raccoon? Oh, the tanuki, tanuki suit. Yeah, yeah. Tom Nook, tanuki. Yeah, it's a nice. very pun. Uh, actually, and I'm not sure how many neighbors you could have or how many neighbors that are possible. Like, I never actually looked that up. So far, I just got two. I got a frog named Diva, not like the Overwatch character, spelled out just like Diva. And then a a tiger who is very uh, into athleticism. Uh, they're nice enough. I was waiting to get more in. The biggest deal I've had is to unlock the museum. And I'm having to wait another day to get my museum in. First, you have to donate. Uh, you, you can catch fish, bugs, and you can donate them to Tom Nook in the beginning. And he sends them off to his friend, Blathers, the owl. Who, um, after you donate five things to Tom Nook, he says, well, hold on a second. Blathers, we have enough stuff. He can come to the island. He can open up his own museum. So you pick a spot out for Blathers. He comes in. Uh, you go over to him, and you donate ten things for him, because he's still only in like a big, bigger tent for his museum, but he doesn't have the museum. He needs more donations to kind of get the museum built, because uh, apparently there's a museum... Uh, council that needs oh we need proof that you can be viable but whatever uh so i when i've don donated 10 things to him there then it takes another day for the construction to start for the museum which is what i'm in now it's in the construction i have to wait till tomorrow for it to be unveiled um there if you are uh what's the word when you can't wait for something in a rush, if you can't wait. No, there's like a single word. Anyway, you can go when you can't wait for it. You can kind of cheat a little bit and change the switch date and time. I I think am they made purist. it so you can't because it's now requiring oh, an internet can't. connection. Uh, it's not requiring at all. I can tell you that right now. Lots of times, uh, because it will not actually turn on the internet until you either go to the like the pier for like a little plane to get, cause I've already gone to a friend of mine's Island and they came to mine online. Doesn't turn on till you get to that point. And then I think it only turns on when you do that, you can either open your Island for visitors to come in or, or when you just look at your friends list, it shows you who's online. That's about the only time you can do that. Uh, but other than that, I think it is off and you can time travel. I've seen it. People still talk about, I'm on the animal crossing subreddit. I'm a purist. I'm not going to time travel. Uh, when I did have it for the Wii, I will say, yeah, it was me and the ex-wife playing it. She wanted to time travel, and I was against it, but we time traveled, and I was not a fan. Um, and like I said, everything stays with it. If you still have the GameCube uh, version of the game, and you have the little memory card, you can go back to it whenever. Like All the people, weeds will have grown in throughout your town that you can go pull up. Uh, cockroaches will be in your house that you have to go stomp on. And then the townsfolk will be like, hey, it's been 194 months since I've seen you. Where have you been? Uh -huh. I don't know how many years that is. I just, said, uh, just saw a video where someone just went through all their old saves, and that's the number they gave. But yeah, um, 
Yeah, but it's kind of like much. a town. <laughs> yeah, it's a town you build up, and it's things. It's something you could just do a little bit every day, and there are no microtransactions. Nice. It's like a. It's kind of like a phone game where you're building your own thing. You keep going, but no microtransactions. You just have to wait. Patience is a virtue in this game, but you can always go around fish as long as you want. Um, the tools in it, like uh, you get a, a shovel, an axe, uh, a, a net to catch the bugs, a fishing rod, uh, and various other things. I'm not sure if it's new in this one because I've only played, like I said, the GameCube one and the Wii version, and there was two other ones for the DS and the 3DS. I'm not sure if this was in those, but uh, yeah, it's not for it's not for someone who's has no patience. So th- this one's not like a, this is super casual, basically, as you can pick it up for about ten casual. minutes a day, and then you can go about and try it and play something else, and come back to make. Oh, I've got some progress. I'm ready to go here. Mm-hmm. It's it's it's. I'm trying to think of the right term here, other than just casual gaming. But it's you're laid back and you can do it at your own pace. I guess is what I'm looking to say. Oh yeah, there's no rush to do anything either. Like your own pace is your own pace, and. There is kind of like a throttling if you try to go too fast. Like it will stop you to take it in, you know. Uh, I do know the last one that you were in the for the 3DS New Leaf. I think it was called the subtitle. You're correct. You were pretty much the mayor of your town, and this is also the, that one is where the character Isabella came in, where she is a famous character in the Animal Crossing and crossed over into Smash Brothers. Very hard to see that, but she's actually a good sma- uh, Smash character. Not gonna lie. So you said you bought this one digitally. How big a download was it? Do you know roughly? You know what? I have no idea how to check that on the Switch. I had space, and it yeah. didn't have I, any. Did issues it take with it. a while to download? Because I found Switch games are sometimes super slow to download. Other times they're super fast. I have no idea why. Actually, I have no idea how how long it took. Because it uh, actually, I'm glad. And I was worried that they weren't going to do this. It pre-downloaded. Oh, nice! And it even downloaded the day one patch. I think the day before on the nice. Thursday. That, that's pretty. Sick. So, the only problem is I think their servers got flooded because at midnight I tried to click on it and it says checking the 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 e-store, and it's like cannot connect. I was like. Ooh, I think their servers are getting bugged because a lot of people were trying yeah. to access it. Like, they should have just like. I wonder how it's accessing it. Like, is it not just checking the time that they have set in for their e store? Like, you don't think that could be flooded that much? So, it's just checking a little value. And that's I it. think there had been issues this last week. Both Xbox Live and Nintendo Switch Online had oh, had different had had issues a couple times where connectivity was down just because. There were arguably too many people trying to access and do things at a time. And then I also wager some of that was probably Jackoffs doing uh, DDoSing them because they're like, ha ha, you can't do anything, so let me ruin your entertainment. Wait, 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 hold on, hold on a second. Nintendo has online? The Switch has online? What are you talking the about? The Switch just, store? Okay. It's also, a show. Yeah, I understand what you're saying, but the Switch store was also down as part okay. of that. I did not hear had. about that. Yeah. And, and what's this? Jackoff? Oh, some I, Jack. Oh, I was going to say okay. Jackoffs, but I... I don't want to use a local phrase. Um, so oh, so that on. is that why I did hear about the Xbox Live was down twice this past week. Is that why? Because they were getting DDoS. I don't honestly know. I didn't oh, go okay. and investigate it a ton. I wouldn't me, that's, I what I was did. meaning, and I should have clarified here. So thank you for giving me the opportunity. What I was meaning is it would not surprise me if part of that problem 
was people then DDoSing because they have a captive audience and people are looking for stuff to do, so they need to ruin it for them. There's also people that did it like to NIH websites and things like that for people that are trying to look up news on coronavirus. You know, I'm no, I just this just just came into my head. Video games usually come out on Tuesdays, right? New games. Yes, but now some have started to shift for Fridays for some reason. Like okay, we had yeah, Doom and Animal I know Crossing Nintendo. I know Nintendo has been doing Friday releases for a while. Uh, yeah, then I just yeah, I remember that memory. Like, yeah, people were going on about like um, Doom and Animal Crossing come out on the same day. They were always crossing them over. They had Isabella on like in the Doom like Doom guy like stuff. Uh, they were crossing. Over, they were like the internet got together or the two fandoms got together and they celebrated together. And that was a that was a good thing. I mean, they weren't in competitions, which is weird to see. Two separate company, you know, because you know you got your fanboys, but they never saw anything going head to head with that. I'm I'm happy about that. Let's get rid of fanboyism. I'm not a PlayStation fanboy. I see you judging me. No, I wasn't. I was writing to something in the chat room. Um, based off of some chat I'm room conversations you. that we've had, not there, there have been some questions like <laughs> Drassman has asked for different artist tutorials and different kind of tech things to go and look up maybe one of the things we should look into doing for next week's show and we don't have to take the whole show to do it but let's take part of the show next week and anyone who's watching live right now feel free to chime in with it let's give some recommendations for things to watch to consume to play during this shutdown during this covid crisis so that you can stay home and enjoy things like we talked a lot about tech podcasts uh, in there yeah like our that. Don't a, playlist yeah and don't forget uh that little don't forget what a was it last week I did that uh, uh, on Rush? No, was that the week before? Lost sense of time is out the window. I, I, did the I think it was last week. So, so I think next week, as Bachman put it, we'll go through our cabin fever playlists. And if you guys have suggestions of stuff, oh, I do. You can put it in the chat room next week. But please feel free to tweet us uh, any of our personal accounts or the show account at ATGN Podcast to your suggestions. And I will, if I remember correctly, I'll try and put like a Google form up for people to put suggestions in. I'll put that up on Twitter. And we'll put something together next week and we'll spend some time about, hey, here's some suggestions from us, from people who consume our show of things that you can do and where you go to watch this content. And realistically, we'll try and put it into some kind of Google Doc or something like that, maybe make a living doc that people can continue to update and add these links to. And we can keep sharing it each week and find more content for people to consume as people are obviously struggling to find stuff to watch. Well, not sure about wanting to. I'll go through um, what's on my PlayStation because ever since I got that four terabyte external hard drive, I think I have 160 or 170 <laughs> games downloaded to it r- currently. So I'll just go through the list. Not everyone's like you know full, you know full. Some of them are like indie, you know, downloadable only, not full games. But I do have a lot of full games on there too. So I'll go through and look on there. I will say uh, a little spoil, a little preview. I want to be talking about a deck building game for your console. Mm. I think it's also available for Xbox. I'm not 100 on that. I have a deck building game for iOS and Android that I could bring up as well. Ooh, I was. I'm a little curious in that unless I've already played it. You probably have because it's a very. It's actually a pretty old game. It's put out by Fox. It's like their animation throwdown game where you build. Oh. A, yeah. Yeah. I played it when it first came out, and I've also played. I tried to get back into it, but it didn't save any of my old decks. I was a little disappointed. Yeah, because I had a pretty good uh, Bob's Burger deck. Nice. So uh, next week, as we're just discussing this now, we're gonna have the Cabin Fever playlist. We're gonna go up there and we're gonna share 
some of this content that we've been watching and it's not for us to shamelessly self-promote that i will probably shamelessly self-promote to a limited extent it's just a way to share things that we've been enjoying to hopefully let you guys enjoy them as well and give folks things to do so that they're not going stir crazy in their own home because we all need to be doing the right thing and staying indoors unless it's to go and get medicine or to go and get groceries or to go into work because you have to go to work other than that stay home stay out of the mess and wash your damn hands well, that's next week. We'll get into the cabin fever playlists. Yeah, that's wash good. your hands as uh, I'm rubbing my eyes right now, <laughs> right in there, getting there deep. I can't remember the last time I washed my hands. Oh well. Oh shit, that's the hand that touched my penis last. Damn it. <laughs> See, I didn't do it this time. <laughs> well, he's got dick in his eye. What <laughs> me the first time? Oh dear. <laughs> That being said, if no one else is going to do it, I might as well do it, right? That being said, we or are doing well do a bit of an extended episode now because, hey, I know I like enjoying social interaction because while I enjoy hanging out with my wife, I also enjoy getting to talk to other people from time to time. So this is <laughs> a great way to get to interact with some friends of mine and share different things that are going on and also share with the folks who are in our chat room. So we will probably go long during the uh, coronavirus <laughs> issues. <laughs> Giraffes in the chat room. said Willie is cockeyed. <laughs> Love it. For your audio oh, listeners. Oh, yeah, God, audio it. listeners, yeah. Get a screenshot. Yeah, the, yeah, there you go. That needs to be our new thumbnail. Cockeyed Willie. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, oh, I don't know I if I have that hard this week, Grassman. Thank you. Thank you for being here. I needed that. Oh, here's that was little, good. Here's a little tidbit trivia for uh, for me uh, to get to know me a little bit better. I can do eye tricks. <laughs> and, you, and I and I owe it all to those magic 3D, you know, books, the 3D oh, images, yeah. things, you know, where you know where you can see a schooner. That's not a schooner. Schooner is a bastard. sailboat, dumbass. Yeah, the <laughs> Easter Bunny is just a guy in a costume. Whatever. Yeah, but I can always. Yeah, those are what made me where I can just move my eyes. I can do eye tricks. My best one is ping pong. Oh. Oh, I'll do it for the after show when we're going to the after show. Or so we can save it for the cabin fever playlist. But regardless, we do need to start wrapping up the show. And those of you who have watched the show for a while or listened to it are probably aware that we end on a little segment called What I'm Into. It's our chance to share with you folks who are watching live or listening at a later date just what kind of geeky and or nerdy things we've been getting into so that maybe, just maybe, you'll want to check them out yourselves. Who'd like to go first? Uh, I can go I, first and also mention enough. something in the chat room. Uh, your only God just mentioned that uh, we can put the uh, list up on the Discord server for Kami Gaming if we want and keep it there as a living document to where people can go in and add stuff. We do also uh, have a channel on the Gunna Geek Discord also at geeks.link slash Discord. There is an All Things Good Nerdy channel in there. Uh, there we go. We can put it up on channel? both. <laughs> what was that channel she mentioned? It's Kami Gaming. K-A-M-I. That's where uh, Your Only God streams, and that's uh, where I stream as well. Oh. Uh, we've actually both oh. been streaming more, uh, jumping in on her uh, Apex. Uh, she does Apex every Tuesday and Friday, if I remember correctly. Have you Your guys Only God. Yeah, if, if, if God oh. will correct me if I got the times wrong. But yeah, I believe uh, 7 p.m. Tuesdays and Fridays, she always streams Apex Legends. Uh, I've been joining her lately. Uh, we had a couple of really good matches this Friday. Um, I'm getting back on my streaming game and uh, going to be streaming some more uh, Dead by Daylight and um, trying to decide what. Yeah, consistently trying to get Keyword. back. I'm trying. I'm trying to figure out a schedule, which I haven't done that yet. But I'm, I'm working on doing that. Me. And then yeah, there's like so many new games dropped in my system. Like I might just start doing some run throughs just for the fun of it, because like I got the the new uh, Norse God of War. 
still haven't played it. So like that would be one I could just play for like eight hours straight one Saturday. Um, they just did an update to um, the Warmaster edition of the first Dark uh, Siders game. So I have that and the update. They did another update for the definitive edition to Dark Siders 2 where you play as Death. So I might run through both of those games as well. Cause like, what updates did they do? I don't know because I don't think I ever bought the first one. But I had a thing in the, in the PlayStation 4 store saying that I had an update to the definitive uh, edition of God of uh, Darksiders 2 because I bought the game where you play as Death, the second game. But All then right, it gave little... me the entire first game. All right, so, so here's a little trick for you. I think I told you this once before. Um, if you ever want to know what, uh, if you see a game that has an update and you want to know what it did, you can always go scroll over to it. And when it's just highlighted, you can oh, press yeah. the options button, scroll down to um, check or uh, check updates, I think it is, or update history. And yeah, it'll, it'll pull tell up a thing, it'll tell you. Yeah, on most games, the developer um, notes. Yeah, some of the games like Apex Legends, it will tell you to go look at the developer's website if they don't actually provide those notes to the PlayStation Network. Games like Dead by Daylight, you can go in there and yeah, you can read word for word everything that's in the note. It depends on the game and the developer. But yeah, I so I've got noticed. I've got those. I got the whole Uncharted. I got all three of the Bioshock games. I haven't played any of those. I just did the interesting The Last of Us. So like I have got a bunch of games where I literally like I'm about to finish Jedi Fallen Order, and so I'm about to start something else. And I'm just maybe I'll you know I'll put it up for like a like a Twitch or a, a Twitter uh, poll or something of what I should play next and just do a full run through on one of those. But yeah, so got got a whole bunch of games I'll be playing as I continue to try to finish off the Apex Legends Battle Pass, which I think on that I'm at like level sixty or seventy, and that's got a, over a month left over out of hundred and ten. So like that one I always get done. That was no worries. But yeah, I'm I'm falling back behind again a little bit because the last couple last week or so kind of sucked. So I'm a little behind on Dead by Daylight. I think I'm at like 32 or 34. That one goes to 70. So I know I'm no, I'm past 35. I know I'm past the halfway mark. But I think we only got like 10 days left. So I'm going to have to be joining Willie for some games, getting some Survivor in. I did some, I tried to do a couple killer matches last night. And man, I just could not stop getting dunked on trying to get iridescence. I'm a rank 12 killer and I kept getting paired up with fucking ones and twos and threes. And they were just whooping my ass. Man, I could not stop, catch them. stop, stop, man. The ranks don't matter. It's, it's how your play style, your play yeah. style versus the killer's play style or the and survivors. Like, that's their what play matters. style was Duncan on my hag, Duncan on my doctor. I could not catch their asses. I kept getting looped like a motherfucker. I'm still not great at busting some loops. So yeah, it was, I was getting whooped on last night. So yeah, after about four or five games, I was like, all right, I'm going to go watch a movie because this is not, not fun. But yeah, I'll be back working on that, trying to get through the archives. So yeah, it's getting those battle passes done, man. When you got two games that are both running a battle pass at the same time, it's kind of a pain in the butt. But yeah, be, I'll be doing some more Dead by Daylight, doing some more Apex this week. And yeah, I'll be Twitch uh, streaming on uh, Bach2099 over on Twitch as part of uh, Kami Gaming, K-A-M-I. So that's what I've been getting into. I need you to tell me for real, because I want to watch this when you start those Naughty Dog games. I know you're going to love all of them, the, the Uncharted and Last of Us. Okay. Uh, you're Yeah, that, the developer's Naughty Dog. You're going to love those. Guaranteed. Oh, thanks, Neil. Is it witty for the, the comment about the beard? Yeah, kind of been letting it go. Getting a little, getting a little thickness there. He also sent me an awesome picture. Um, the the ultimate and irony. Uh, outside of his town, they set up a uh one of the fake towns that they're going to be using for the new filming of the stand. 
And then they had to shut down production because we're in an epidemic. So <laughs> the movie about an epidemic got shut down by an epidemic. That's just funny. <laughs> uh, was was the uh, the the book the was was that was that like based in like a like a not too distant future? Like they give a year? No, I, I'm not sure if or is it contemporary. I think at the time when he wrote it, it was contemporary. I think it was supposed to be like 1987 when the book first came out. He wrote it as a, that it was happening like that day. And okay. so, yeah, I don't think it had any actual dates in the stand. It's just supposed to be right now. This is happening today. And then the virus spreads across America. I wasn't sure. Yeah, yeah I don't believe it was set in any type of future. And I don't think uh, in the TV show they did it in any type of future. Either. It was just contemporary at the time of filming. Miniseries. Yeah, miniseries on CBS so, or ABC, whichever it was. Yeah, uh, we'll put it in the show notes and we'll tweet it out right now. But the simplest way we'll start capturing this stuff right now, there's a short link in our chat room, bit.ly slash ATGN Cabin Fever. All caps for ATGN and the C and F are also capitalized. That is a living Google Doc that anyone can edit and modify to go and put some of your suggestions for our Cabin Fever playlist. And really all we're looking for, what it is, where do I find it online and who recommended it to us. Now, all of you guys are listening or watching right now. We trust you guys. It's an open Google Doc, so theoretically someone could go in there and hit Control-A and delete it, but we can recover it through the history. Just don't be dicks. That's all. Chris. Um, yes. You Have you not learned anything from my um, Jackbox streaming? Yes, but we have a breed of fans that I think, or listeners that I think are a bit more trustworthy. They listen to us. How trustworthy <laughs> can they be? All right. Fair point. I added the first item. There are dozens of them. Dozen. Um, so who's there? Next? Are elevenses. There's elevenses of them. Is that from? Is that a from something? No, I'm not getting. Or did you just make that up? Because I'll I'm do like elevenses. Oh, I like that. Good. I'm good. Job, man. All right, I'm gonna go. The next. way Chris followed up made me think that I'm gonna go next with what I've been getting into. Uh, I started watching Avenue Five on. Uh, HBO Go, which is the Hugh Laurie space comedy thing that's written by one of the writers of Veep. I'm only like an episode and a half in, but I'm enjoying it so far. It's Hugh Laurie. I'll watch him in just about anything, though. Um, I, like I mentioned to Willie, I'm thinking about picking up Assassin's, not Assassin's Creed, Animal Crossing. I wrote, I saw AC on my notes and went <laughs> Assassin's Creed, not Animal Crossing. Wait, thinking about picking Animal up Creed Crossing. or Assassin's Crossing. Mm. <laughs> I'm going to warn you, uh, does this seem like something you're significant other might also enjoy from yes, what you've she seen was also talking about getting it too which is part of why I has she concerned. ever played any of the other ones no oh, okay just just curious uh yeah this yeah, you might have to pick up too because <laughs> you said you have a normal switch and she has a switch light right we both have normal switches but it's the okay, Gen two okay. switches yeah I so we'll I, probably I both just too. buy it digitally in all honesty because i don't want to have to go out in the world and find cartridge right now yeah, I still don't have a extra memory for my Switch, so that should tell you something that fit in there. Oh, perfect. Yeah, I've got a I've got a 256 gig memory card in mine right now. I download a bunch of games for it. You remember um, when the Wii used blocks instead of actual measurements? Right. So, what is wrong with Nintendo? Some other stuff I've been getting into. <laughs> uh, let me talk professional wrestling a second. You guys might have seen that most sports and stuff are shut down. CDC guidance is not to have more than 50 people in one place at a time. So it really surprised me that they did this. Wednesday night, they did a brand new live episode of AEW Dynamite, which is their wrestling production. They had only 50 people in total in the arena. It was an empty arena, but instead of having just empty seats, they had the wrestlers would normally be in the back sitting out in the arena 
as the crowd for the show they put on, which was a ton of fun. But again, pretty empty arena. They redid the staging a little bit so that the cameras, they didn't need as many cameras and it gave good angles. And they put on a hell of a hell of a fun two hour live show. And it was something that I wasn't expecting because like, I don't know how they're going to pull this off. And like WWE had been showing like tape replays of things from WrestleMania and stuff on raw stuff like that. Willie, go ahead. You're thinking something like, how are you surprised that they put on a good show? You say this every time about them. Oh, they put on a great show. Like because surprised without a crowd, professional wrestling is in a completely different beast because a lot of what you do is designed to make the crowd pop and to make the crowd react. So they're putting on a completely different kind of show here by having storytelling with an instant response, kind of like stand-up comedy where a comedian can gauge which direction to go with what they're saying, depending on the audience's response. Wrestlers do the exact same thing with their acting to where if something hits with the crowd, they'll keep going that direction. And so not having crowd participation as an actor slash athlete does make their job harder. But like uh, Dustin Rhodes put out on Twitter, he's like, I don't care who's in the audience. If it's one person, if you're performing for the cameraman, you do your fucking job and you put on a show. And honestly, as an old school wrestling fan, it seeing all the wrestlers around the ring, it just makes me feel like every match is a lumberjack match. Yeah, right. <laughs> so, so they literally uh, why had can't those like, be in the games. They had uh, the seats set up like if there were fans that were going to be there and they had the wrestlers from backstage sitting there. And uh, one of my favorite wrestlers they've got right now is MJF. And he's like a great cocky heel character, Maxwell Jacob Friedman. But he goes by MJF. Yeah, he's and, the dude with the scarf. Yeah, he always wears a Burberry scarf. But he started like placing bets with one of the other guys at ringside trying to figure out who, I mean, we all know professional wrestling's fake, but in character, they're placing what? bets as to who was going to win, who wasn't. And like one of the interview guys came up and was talking to him. And as the, as they're cutting away from the interview, he was like, he goes, Hey, you want to put some money down on this or something like that? And it was just <laughs> hilarious. There were lots of cool little moments. They put on a two hour live show that was just fun, unexpected. And you went, oh, yeah, there's all sorts of stuff going on right now. But you gave us a great break. And they had two new wrestlers debut this week, one of which was they finally debuted the Exalted One, who was the leader of the Dark Order, which was uh, not Matt Hardy like everyone thought. And everyone went, oh, OK, that, they're only going to give us one guy debuting this week. And then at the end of the show, when Chris Jericho's inner circle had persevered over the elite and they'd won an advantage for next week's or for the blood and guts event when they do it uh they finally said no no we're not alone we've got help coming and you see this drone come out of the sky and this drone hovers over the ring lands in the middle of the ring and if you have been watching free the delete and are aware of the broken matt hardy character you know this is a drone by the name of vanguard one and literally they go no 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 we've got help the drone lands and you hear piano music start playing that is known as broken matt hardy's entrance and the camera just pans to the back of the arena and you see matt hardy standing in the back just with his arms spread and then starts doing the delete gesture and all i could think was i am freaking out in my home I'm like holy crap this is awesome they get a huge pop out of me i cannot imagine what the arena would have been like they would have blown the roof off that place with matt okay hardy okay i get it yeah. I, I get it it's like it's like um Without the crowd, it's kind of like watching Say by the Bell without the live studio audience reactions. Those are air quotes I just put up for you audio <laughs> listeners. Yeah, kind of. Kind, kind of. of. So they debuted two characters, one of which was a surprise out of 
I mean, we expected Matt Hardy was going to AEW, but you didn't expect him yeah. to debut after they debuted another guy right before it. They pulled it off. It was fantastic. The crowd popped huge. Well, not the crowd, but the crowd who was watching live popped huge. He was trending <laughs> on Twitter. Everyone was agog over it. He then did an interview with Chris Jericho for the Talk is Jericho podcast about, and it's a fantastic interview. He does not, he's not in character. It's just, Matt Hardy talking about the creation of the character and why he ended up coming to AEW and what the original debut was because since it was an empty arena, they could actually fly the drone inside. Had there been a crowd, they were going to have his appearance be slightly different Mm. where you would see the drone like outside the arena and then it would pan to like the shot of Matt Hardy walking up behind it and then they would do something inside. But I think what they did was much more powerful from a reaction standpoint by having the drone in the arena and then him in the back going nuts. yeah because they had to worry about accidentally dropping it out of audience better right yeah <laughs> so it was a well done debut i had a ton of fun with it i geeked out and i was like this is a nice break from everything that's going on and i don't know how many of those we're going to get supposedly wwe's filming a bunch of stuff in the performance center right now to cover the next few smackdowns and raws they're going to turn wrestlemania into a two-night event in an empty arena i guess they're going to stream it so there will be content like this but not quite the same feel and we're going to run into some time here where All of the TV shows we're enjoying, none of them really finished their season of production. Most of them have been shut down. We're going to hit a period where we're lacking for new content. The dead zone. So just enjoy it while you can. I will give them credit while they're doing Dynamite. They made a big point of saying on the next Dynamite, not next week, because they don't know if they'll be able to do it again next week or not. Currently, they are planning Uh, on doing another live show on Wednesday night. But if things change in the country and say there's a national lockdown ordered or something like that, I don't know that there is. This is just a hypothetical, mind you. When you say national lockdown, you mean like like you can't travel shelter outside in place of order. State? You don't. You're not supposed to leave your house unless it's to go okay. to a pharmacy. Pretty Work. much, the only things open would be pharmacies and drugstores and uh, uh, grocery stores. Grocery stores. Sorry, that's what yeah. I'm saying. That, that's. I need to po- get another pallet of ramen. <laughs> so that's a possibility of things. Do I think it's going to happen? I don't know, but they have to plan for the fact that they may not be able to do a show next week. So they made a yeah. point of saying on the next Dynamite instead of saying next week. And Tony Khan did do uh, a Q&A on Twitter where he said their Blood and Guts event that was supposed to be next week. They're postponing that until a time they can actually do it properly. And yeah, Chris, you reminded me of two things. I did watch all the free the delete videos. Thank you for pointing those out to me because those were awesome. And the best one ever is there's a blooper video of Matt Hardy's boys kicking the crap out of him. And like his oldest son is only what, like four? Four, I think. Yeah. Like, yeah, it's like a four-year-old and a two-year-old beating up Matt Hardy. It is hilarious because he's selling drop kicks from a four-year-old. Like, it's one of the cutest things I've ever seen. And his kids and then, are having uh, so much fun with it, too. Oh, yeah, and they're loving it. They're knocking Dad around, and, like, he's acting like he's getting the crap beat out of him by Hulk Hogan. It's so cool. Uh, but also, because of, like, the lockdown stuff, we've had updates to movies that were premiered in the theaters now being dropped on VOD. On YouTube's uh, top picks for YouTube movies, The Invisible Man 2020 and The Hunt both just went available. You can rent them on YouTube. So they're probably available on Vudu or wherever else as well. But yeah, if there's movies that you were thinking about looking and going and seeing in the theater, go check whatever your favorite streaming service, the favorite place you rent videos online. Check Google, check the Play Store, check your iTunes, because there's going to be a bunch of stuff that wasn't doing well in the theaters that now the company's like, screw it, give it to them at home. And so a bunch of stuff just got dropped on VOD. Yep. Yeah, I want to. I wanna really want to say thank you to the movie industry for you know kind of doing this. This is 
I think this is awesome that you're doing this. We're not expecting so to do too. this at all. And you did I mean, see what? also Pixar's Onward dropped this week too, and then hits Disney yep. Plus like April third. Which and in oh. a weird roundabout way, it's helping me win the fantasy movie league. Well, I forgot to. I keep forgetting to put my picks well, in. Well, you don't have to put picks in because they did week one, and I won week one, and then we did week two, and I won week two, and then when I want to try to set my lineup for week three. The Fantasy Movie League is on pause. They have stopped updating it, and they aren't doing any projections, which I don't understand because like the projections will still happen. Just some of these movies only may make ten bucks, but like we could still pick. But anyways, it's on pause. So right now we're going into week four, and I've won every week so far. Uh-huh. All right, all right. I'm gonna <laughs> set Chris up here with a layup. All right, go um, for it. So I saw a tweet you said uh, earlier this week where you were asking a question to a company. Regal. Yes. They they said they were closing down their theaters. What is it? Thursday, I think it was starting. Or I thought it was Wednesday? Tuesday night or Wednesday. Oh, night. Tuesday. Okay. Yeah. Sometime this past week. And then you asked a great question. Did you ever get an answer to what does this say? What does this do for your Regal Unlimited? My or, are understanding you from what I saw oh. in the Regal Unlimited subreddit was that if you try and bring it up in the app, it is marked as suspended now. So there is no there is no way to use it from what folks have said you could call in if you're on a month-to-month plan and have them suspend it but i think they've done it all automatically and i paid a year in advance my understanding from what they said on the regal unlimited site is they would just credit you more months when it's all said and done i really hope a month is automatically suspended because if they don't where you have to call that that's shady well, I'm sorry. Bear if in mind, that is, if th- that is, yeah. But this is also the same company that, according to the Regal Unlimited subreddit, also fired everyone after they shut down all the theaters. All of the theater staff and stuff were laid off. Like in every theater they have, supposedly. Yikes! Oof. Yeah, okay. I, don't know. So, I haven't actually checked our it, local Fandango. I know it was marked down for a while, but I don't know right now if I could even go get tickets anywhere at so our local theater. If you pull up Regal Unlimited right now, I see Doing account right temporarily now. frozen, and then it says your account will not be charged while theaters are closed. So that is what it says right now on my Regal Unlimited app. And there we go, it focused. Oh, okay. I want to say it. Where, where did you pull that up? Because when I pulled if it you up, pull it's... up your card. If you go and open the app oh, and okay. hit the Regal Crown Club uh, button, it should bring up your card, and it will say that. God, I forgot how to get to my... Oh, there it is. Uh, this is funny. My local Regal, the only movie showing that's listed is Clueless 25th Anniversary, one showing at 4 p.m. But they're not even oh. open. Regal shut down yeah, them. So it's but probably it something show- that's just it's, left in the system. Yeah, All right, shows, I see you. I see where you're talking about. one it. movie showing. <laughs> yeah, account temporarily frozen. Yeah, you were right. Huh. It, when I pulled it up, it instantly took me to the now playing. So having trouble loading movies? Do you want to retry thing. loading? Yeah, I was like... Oh, wish they would have put something different. Like, yeah, you can't. So draftsman in the chat room says, guys, this might signal the return of the drive-in theater. That would be cool, but I don't, you'd have to be able to set it up actually. And ooh, then keep cars driving apart. I did see on Reddit. Someone did post up the, it was like an article saying that drive-in theaters are getting a boost. We have a drive-in theater in uh, Caldwell, two towns over from me. I, I wonder, wonder how they're still doing. open. And I uh, did get this. I just got this news from Facebook, a buddy of mine posted this news article, uh, Kroger offering full sick pay and cash bonus to employees working during COVID-19 crisis. Good for you, Kroger. Nice. They Kroger is a grocery store. They weren't originally, and we're getting run the F over. Oh, the press. Well, I didn't know that problem. part. Yeah, at one point in time, once it became known they weren't, they offered everyone a $25 gift card. That was what they did to everyone. And then they have now moved to this stance. So you can see the evolution. Gift card. 
to Kroger. Yes. Mm. Yeah. Oh. So literally it costs them nothing. So this is an evolution in their uh, better behavior towards those folks. And if you are someone who is out of a job right now, I have seen, at least locally, Kroger, Aldi, Walmart, they're all hiring because they need people so badly to restock the shelves and things like that. So while it is not full-time employment, it is employment in the short term. And I did see that Aldi was offering like an extra $2 per hour on their regular hourly wage for everyone they're hiring right now because they need people so bad to help restock and resupply things. Uh, and I checked my local drive-in because of the weather in Idaho. It closes through March for the 2019 season. So they're looking to open April 2020 for the 2020 season. So, yeah, I might have a drive-in theater to go to starting next month. <laughs> yeah, that's a good call. Drive-in theaters. Yeah, you're alone in your car. Yeah, you're alone in your car. <laughs> yeah. So that's what I've been getting into. Willie, what you been getting into, buddy? All right, let me light up another cigarette while I get into what happened this week. He's uh, getting into uh, it's giving been a little week. cancer. Is he going to start I've had a rocket lot. man? I'm a rocket man. Yeah, I'm a... No, no. So <laughs> this week's been a bad, bad week. Although it looks like my luck's changing because the last four times I reached into that gummy bear bag, I got in cherry. Ooh. And we all know cherry's the best flavor. But earlier in the week, so I've already mentioned uh, the gout flared up. I couldn't really get out that much. I ran out of cigarettes Thursday night. No, wait, Wednesday night. And I could not get out to get more. It was terrible. But luckily, someone dropped by. Oh, my mom dropped by and brought me some cigarettes. It was very nice of her. Uh, Friday. Uh, on top of all that, uh, since I was talking about make sure, you know, the bathe, not being able to bathe properly earlier, I tried to take a shower yesterday morning. And for some reason... I had no hot water. I could not figure it out. Uh, it has been, I guess, something was hooked up to it from where, because I'm technically above a garage, and they just had a wedding Friday, you know, coronavirus be damned, uh, right outside here. So I'm guessing something they had hooked up man, have been using, I'm guessing. <laughs> but, uh, I can't wait to start my life with you so much, I'm willing to risk my life with you. Right? <laughs> Till death do us part, which is, Soon. In sickness or in health. There you go. In sickness or in, yeah, sickness. Or in plague. <laughs> yeah. And on top of all that, uh, I think, I forget what day this happened, but um, my sink in my kitchen right there, uh, what's that little, does it have a name, the little nozzle that pulls out and sinks? You the know plunger? What no, no, like the little spray thing. Little spray, oh, the spray no- nozzle. Well, does it have a name? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's it's called the, the head of it broke off. Like it just oh, pulled shit. off. Oh, like, like it never felt like too secure anyway. But I mean, now it's off of it. And now anytime I turn the water on, it comes out of there and not the faucet. And it yeah, fell. Yeah. And that thing fell through the hole that was resting. Because the, well, yeah, the head got the on. pullback. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's got a weight on it to bring it back. Yeah, the, with a head or, or yeah, it was just weighted itself. So I, I pulled it out and I was like, okay. And I was like, oh, nope. Because I turned on the water to see if it came up. Nope. Didn't come up the faucet. It was always oh, leaking underneath the cabinet. Great. So I pulled it out. So I got that sticking out from underneath the cabinet, you know, wrenched in. So it's <laughs> gravity. It's been a weird week. And then on top of that, oh, yeah. So I can't really use my faucet. I can use it. I can pull that thing up. But when I put it back down, of course, water keeps seeping out of it because, you know, it can't go further into the hose itself until comes out and then on top of that the pl- not the plunger the uh 
the the flusher on my toilet broke like the plastic piece on the inside of it the lever <laughs> broke well, at least that's an easy repair yeah, i've replaced those yeah. like the plastic just broke off like <laughs> That is, so that is a, the thing that sucks about maintaining your own place. Where, like, when you don't live in an apartment where you can just call maintenance and say, "Hey, come fix this," when you have to learn how to do it yourself, it is kind of a pain in the butt. But you can learn stuff. Yeah, I've replaced the plunger in a toilet like two or three times. I've had to like I like every now whenever I move into a place, the first thing I do is replace the faucets on the shower heads because one of the first things I learned was getting one of those nice extended arms gets the shower head up above me at six one, and most of them are set at like five foot ten. So yeah, mm. there's little things you learn when you you, you want to update your own place. But yeah, Odd. it's a good skill to learn if you could replace that plunger. I mean, YouTube video dude and a ten dollar thing from uh, Home Depot, you'll be good to go. They're simple. Yeah, but I'm not a homeowner. I'd have a landlord. The but does he actually is, do maintenance, or do you do it yourself? I mean, he you would either probably try to, or he get a friend to do it because he has a lot of friends or handymen. Mm. I'd say try but, to do it yourself. Uh, I bet you could do it. Yeah, but why spend my money when he can spend his money? Even if $10, I mean, I can use the $10 uh, for something else. True enough. I guess that is what, like one pack of cigarettes these days? <laughs> no, no, I'm in North Carolina. No, 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 no. Uh, uh, packing seven tenths. Jesus. I'm in North Carolina. They're not that expensive. Like when we went, when we did the C2E2 thing, was that four years ago? Four years was it 2016? Yeah, yeah, I bought a carton of cigarettes to take with me. <laughs> Probably a smart move. <laughs> oh yeah, I think I wanted. I I can't remember if I asked him like, so how much is a pack of cigarettes up here? I can't remember that answer. But yeah, um, so I also got a fix for my friend helped me out yesterday when she came over to for the fix for the plunger. Uh, we tried a shoestring first, but that was just getting waterlogged and it was kind of dripping water. <laughs> from the other side and then so she had the bright idea of like pulling apart like a shopping bag like a grocery store bag uh in half and kind of using that lengthwise and just wrapping around the the thing and you just pull open it up a little bit pull it you're good problem solved yeah we're, yeah i might just keep that normally until i move out i don't need a fix for that i'm kidding hey, whatever floats your boat man and whatever works and as long yeah as it been, can flush <laughs> yeah, and I've been quarantined inside this place since uh, Wednesday or Thursday. Yeah, Thursday is when it really came in. So, yeah. So, I haven't really been getting out. Uh, and now I'm a little curious because I actually have a doctor's appointment coming up on the 31st. I don't know if that's still going to be in effect or not. My dentist canceled when, my appointment on April 2nd, and I'm pretty sure I'd my doctor yeah. is going to cancel mine that I have like the second week in April. Yeah, you'll want to check with their office because like my dentist pulled back on the amount of appointments they had. So I got my first cleaning done and a cavity filled that I had scheduled and they had put in restrictions. And then I think roughly four days after I went in, they sent an email out saying that they were closing down completely for two weeks and canceled all appointments. So check with their your de- your doctor before you go in there because they may just be closed. Well, I'm not sure because technically my doctor is a rheumatologist, so it's not really they're not really check you know there's nothing like physical they really have to do to you because it's for my gal yeah but it's still people coming in in a waiting room and staff in an office so a lot of those places are closing just to not have to be not have to worry about it at all oh yeah i would understand fully i'm just not sure like i can see that going either way i'd usually give me a call a day or two beforehand i might call up there tomorrow just to see like hey i got an appointment for next week uh is that still on 
you know how it goes. Yeah, but um, been playing Dead by Daylight. Uh, got the tier fifty nine in the battle pass. There's an out of seventy, so I only got eleven to go. Uh, I think this is doable. I've completed every single survivor and and um and where it's either survivor or killer uh challenge i've completed all those now i just have killer challenges left uh most of those are just time consuming like earn this many gold or iridescent emblems in this category like oh god yeah uh, i just i think i just finished my iridescence last night i need to close two hatches as a killer now which that's just play games yeah. till it yeah, happens yeah it, it's gonna happen but yeah, yeah so I'm that far, and I, I think it is reasonable that I can finish within the last ten days that's left. Uh, I think I'm pretty sure I can get up to uh, tier seventy and finish it out for what I couldn't do last time, and was very saddened by it. Yeah, I'm trying to remember. I think last time I had to buy the last twenty levels, so I made it to fifty last time. So I guess my goal this time is just to get past that. Yeah, what happened to you, man? You were ahead of me too by a large margin, and then all of a sudden, I just Apparently, I shot past you by a good 25 levels. Yeah, playing Over. a lot of Apex. I got almost done with Jedi Fallen Order and then, like, doing other stuff. Uh, and I tried to, or I didn't try. I did start uh, weekend my copy of Weekend at Bernie's I fi- found at the $5 bin in Best Buy a couple weeks ago. Uh, things got in the way where I couldn't really pay attention to it and watch it. So I was like, oh, all right, I'll just finish this later or sometime uh-huh. later. No, no, not what you're thinking, probably. But uh, yeah, I do need to go back because Weekend at Bernie's. Weekend at Bernie's. You got Bernie Lomax up there, you know. Oh, you know it. Hell yeah. Uh, other than that, Animal Crossing. Uh, and then uh, Monday night had some friends come over because I don't think we have really any big scares here. And all of us kind of stay clean. We're not a Smash Brothers tournament. So, you know, <laughs> one of my friends that came over is a nurse and she did say that they have no testing for Corona at, at their, at their hospital. Well, that's so, because the testing isn't done. Well, it might be changing as things are now, but it was all going to like central points in States to do it. Yeah. But yeah, she said that their hospital, they don't have anything. Uh, but yeah, I'm still feeling fine. I think all of us, like I said, all my friends, we all stay clean. Um, yeah, we played some Jackbox, played through a couple different, went through a bunch of different packs. Jackbox, you're still awesome and I will continue to support you. Where, just let me know when Jackbox party pack number seven comes out. I'll be on that diok. Uh, I can't think of anything else. So, oh, I've been continually baking more muffins from scratch because that's just fun. What kind of muffins? Uh, uh, still some, uh, I still had some. Uh, mixed berries uh, frozen in the freezer. So I've been just putting those in there. How delightful. It is very delightful. And uh, yeah, that's what I've been getting into. Well, sounds like everyone's oh, been keeping busy. Chris, a little update for uh, AEW Elite. Uh, Cody Rhodes joined one of those uh, get a cell phone community max testing thing. Yeah. I don't know if you're on it or not. Yep. Uh, yeah, uh, anybody who wants to Join it and join his uh, list, 1-404-737-2083. And he just announced on AEW, Wednesday, March 25th, Cody Rhodes versus Jimmy Havoc. So they are announcing matches for March 25th. It is also so it looks like... The what? The phone what? 
the it's it's uh, like a cell phone number, and you join like a community for Max testing. A lot of um Max comedians testing. are doing uh, texting texting. Oh, t- uh, a lot oh, of comedians mass. are doing it because it's it's not their actual cell phone number, but it's a cell phone number. And what it happens is they can send a Max text to everybody that's in the community. But then like specifically, like I follow um. Uh, Whitney Cummings on hers. So, like, if she's going to do a show here live in Boise at Liquid, she can just text the people that live in Idaho and send them a link that says, "Hey, I'm going to be here on this date. Come see the show." And so, it's it's kind of a cool thing where, like, um, the guy, um, I can't think of his name on Supernatural that plays the angel. He's been doing one, uh, Misha, and he's been texting photos like from the set as they're filming the last season of Supernatural of like him and the guys like being stupid and behind the scenes stuff. Like it's it's kind of cool. The Young Bucks uh, you, also have one too. Young Bucks got one. Nice. Young Bucks got one, and they did also announce, uh, assuming there is dynamite on Wednesday, it will also be Chris Jericho versus Broken Matt Hardy as one of the. Oh, events. Oh, 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 oh. and you actually did just remind me too. Something I forgot. I was supposed to go see uh, Friday night, uh, but he canceled the show. Well, because all this, um, uh, I was supposed to go see Brian Posehn at Good Nights in Raleigh. Which hmm. you know what? I would that would have been entertaining. I would I'm kinda of curious. He's funny. Uh, I know we look like twins. I know that. Mm-hmm. Uh, I just love his voice. That being he said, it is time for us to start shutting this thing down. We did get about what two hours and I think when it's all said and done, we went back to the old school days of early ATGN where we get hey, 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 hey. cut. People are in quarantine, man. They need their entertainment That's and we're saying. here to provide it, man. We're we here help. to get you. We Where you pusher man? Where you pusher man? What kind of drug you want? You want this comedy? I got that drug comedy. We're gonna give it to you. We're gonna shove it down your throat. I mean your ear hole. Sorry, I messed up. And would you look at this? Another cherry. <laughs> My luck is turning. Oh Jesus! <clears throat> well, guys, we are gonna start shutting this down. Before we do, a friendly reminder: we are gonna do this live every Sunday, 11 a.m. Eastern, 10 a.m. Central, over on Geeks Live. So you'll be able to find us there. We'll be able to provide you some kind of entertainment as things progress. Don't forget, there is other live content on the Gunna Geek Network. If you go to geeks.live, you can scroll down to the bottom of the page. There is a calendar there of all of the upcoming live events that are coming up. So please come check out some of their live shows. Pop in. Let some of our creators know that you're enjoying the content as we try to continue things business as usual, prevent providing content to hopefully entertain folks. It's our hope, at least. I mean, importantly, guys, wash your hands, be safe, do the intelligent thing out there. If you don't have to go out, don't go out. And And don't use condoms. Wash your ass, too. Don't use condoms. Do whatever your conscience dictates in that regard. But in all seriousness, (laughs) stay healthy. Take care of yourselves. We want to hope we hope that everyone who's watching this show or listening to this show, hopefully none of you get afflicted with the coronavirus. And if you do, please isolate yourselves and get the proper medical treatment indeed if you guys need more if you guys are bored you need content or you just need to reach out to folks because you're going stir crazy in the house i don't know about these other guys but hey we're all on twitter send us a message we'll be happy to trade some tweets back and forth screw around tell some dumb jokes stuff like that oh definitely we're, we're here for I you guys we're here for everyone I ain't doing nothing <laughs> yeah i've got to go into work but work is slow right now because no one's there so i've got the time to trade some tweets here and there i wager during the day seriously though if you guys are struggling feeling like you're isolated need folks to talk to reach out we're happy to do it hell yes we've got all sorts of dumb stupid corny jokes or at the very least 
we can suggest you some dumb, stupid, corny jokes you can find on the internet to read. I can, I can drop 20 tweets on you about why Willie is wrong about Man of Steel. <laughs> like, that'll keep you busy for plenty of time. Right. I'm sorry I enjoyed something. <laughs> yeah, I guess I'm a terrible person for it. It's true. It is. He's a terrible He's person. He's a terrible person. <laughs> He enjoys a terrible and movie. Don't was forget. Henry Cavill a good Superman? Can you can you deny that? He was a very good Superman. No, he was. Good. Thank you. That's yeah, why I enjoyed could, the most about it. Now, as it we're been shutting, much better if he was allowed to be. Yeah, fair. fair. As we're shutting this down, don't forget. Next week, we want to dive into what we're calling the Cabin Fever playlist. So, if you have some suggestions for things that should go on there, you could tweet any one of us. You can tweet at the show account, or you can go to bit.ly/slash/atgncabinfever where ATG is capitalized and the first letter of cabin and fever, both capitalized as well. We'll put it in the show notes. We'll tweet it out. Starting a notepad now. Please add stuff to your list. We'll, we'll continue adding to it. It'll be a living thing. And then we can continue to share with you guys some stuff that can entertain you. I mean, other than our content, of course, because this is flawless and everyone wants to consume this, I assume. Something like that. Something like that. So before we shut this thing down, you guys got any final thoughts for our folks who are watching live or listening later? Stay safe. Stay at home. Uh, two things. Uh, preview next week. I'm gonna be bringing back Prospector Willie. No, come back no. and see that. No, I'm gonna put and, the kibosh and, on that. And, and second right thing now. is, um, she said, "Tell me no lines and wash your hands for yourself." What that South Carolina satellites? I, I honestly don't know. <laughs> North Carolina satellites. <laughs> well, guys, thank you so much for joining North. us this week for this episode of ATGN. And please come back next week. And in the interim, stay safe. Wash your hands. Bye, guys. Thanks for listening to this brand new episode of the All Things Good and Nerdy podcast. Don't forget, we'll be back next Sunday live at 11 a.m. Eastern, 10 a.m. Central, over at live.atgnpodcast.com, channel 3 of the All <laughs> Geek radio app, and over at our network home at gunnageek.com slash live. If you have any feedback for the show, please contact us atgnpodcast at gunnageek.com on our hotline number at 304-806-ATGN or even better, go to Twitter and send us a message at atgnpodcast. The music you've heard in this show is produced by Kevin McLeod and can be found at incompetech.com.